This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. Today is Friday. It's June 5th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. On March 23rd, Pennsylvania Governor Tom Wolf and Secretary of Health Dr. Rachel Levine issued a stay-at-home order for seven counties to mitigate and spread the spread of COVID-19. Among those counties were Bucks, Chester, Delaware, Montgomery, and Philadelphia. Philadelphia had issued its own order a day earlier. Now, a month later, the entire state of Pennsylvania was classified in the red phase of Wolf's reopening plan, which involves strict social distancing, non-life-sustaining businesses and schools remaining closed, and only carry-out or delivery options for restaurants. Now, 10 weeks later, after the stay-at-home order was issued for the entire southeastern Pennsylvania region, things are changing. The stay-at-home order was lifted today, but Wolf reminded that state re- the state residents that yellow means caution, and even in the green phase, everyone still needs to take precautions to keep themselves and their communities healthy. On Thursday, Pennsylvania reported 537 more positive cases of COVID-19 and 75 new deaths. Up until Thursday, Philadelphia had not yet confirmed whether it would be moving with the rest of the counties into the yellow phase due to the ongoing demonstrations and protests this week. But Philadelphia Health Commissioner Dr. Thomas Farley did finally confirm yesterday the city did move into the yellow phase as well. There were 121 new coronavirus cases in the city with 70 new deaths reported on Thursday. So what does the yellow phase look like? Well, it looks a little bit different in Philadelphia than other counties. So the yellow phase allows for gatherings of no more than 25 people, uh, but Farley does not recommend that for Philadelphia. He says the city is not advising social gatherings outside of the house at all. Under the yellow phase, restaurants can open outdoor dining on Friday, June 5th, but not in Philadelphia. City restaurants will have to wait another week. Outdoor dining can resume for businesses uh, inside the city limits with existing outdoor seating beginning on Friday, uh, June 12th. So that's next Friday. Guidance for outdoor dining in Philadelphia will be released. Uh, As we move into the yellow phase, our focus will be to keep Keep this curve flat so we can continue to operate, continue to move forward, get folks back to work, and get our kids back into school this fall, Valerie Arcouche, chair of the Montgomery County Board of Commissioners, said Wednesday. In-person retail is now available in the yellow phase, though curbside and delivery are still preferred. Restaurants and bars may uh, open outdoor dining. In addition to continuing delivery and carryout options in counties except Philadelphia, so child care and summer camps may reopen, uh, complying with guidance. Schools will remain closed, but will be allowed to reopen for in-person instruction after July 1st, providing the schools uh, adhere to guidance from the Pennsylvania Department of Health and the Centers for Disease Control. Limit in-person instruction can resume at post-secondary and adult education institutions. Additionally, uh, clinical training and field experience for all individuals preparing for a license or certification are also permitted. The institutions must follow guidance by the Department of Health and the CDC. Those who are working remotely should continue to do so. Many businesses were hoping the yellow phase would allow them to completely reopen, but that is not the case. Under the governor's guidance, telework must continue where feasible in the yellow phase. Restrictions at long-term care uh, settings and correctional facilities will remain in place, meaning uh, they still cannot have visitors. Uh, There is still no indoor dining at any restaurants in the counties or in Philadelphia. Indoor recreation, health 
health and wellness facilities and uh, personal care services such as gyms, spas, barbershops, hair salons, nail salons, and other entities that provide massage therapy, as well as entertainment venues like casinos and theaters remain closed. And they're saying uh, that because you can't uh, adhere to the six, uh, six feet of distance between two people. While the southeastern Pennsylvania region moves to yellow Friday, the coronavirus pandemic is still going on. Uh, and officials are saying that masks, social distancing, and hand washing are still part of the yellow phase. And to please keep that in mind and remember to do all of that. Now, separate from the coronavirus uh, and moving into the yellow phase, there may have been a shark attack in Delaware. Yay! A 12-year-old boy in Delaware is recovering from what's believed to be a shark attack. Officials said the child suffered puncture wounds to one of his legs after surfing off of Herring Point just before 1 o'clock on Thursday. He was taken by ambulance to the BB Hospital in Lewis. While initially reported as a shark bite, the appearance of the bite mark is being reviewed by state and fishery experts to determine if it was from a shark or a potential other creature, the department uh, Delaware Department of National Resources and Environmental Control said. Uh, beaches at the Cape Henlopen State Park are closed uh, to surfing and swimming until further notice. The Natural Resource po- uh, Police Park Rangers and lifeguards are warning other beachgoers in the area uh, to stay in shallow water. Shark attacks are rare. The only known shark bite at the Delaware State Beach Park occurred in June of 2014. So uh, That's the only known one ever? Uh, in Delaware, okay. yes. Yeah, the okay. rest were dragged away under the surface. <laughs> yeah. yeah. well, there were no bites, yeah. per se. Yeah. They were consumed. All right, well, what else on the Jersey and Delaware <laughs> beaches will attack you like that? Like a blue, I heard like bluefish will bite you and stuff like that. Uh, bluefish are actually very aggressive. Okay. Uh, but um, you can uh, a forensic fishologist or whatever right. should be able to determine the uh, the bite uh, pattern or the bite, bite mark of a shark. Right. But there's, sometimes there are... A seal will bite you, right? This goddamn seal. Yeah. Uh, I think that they can Correlation. be that they, yeah. they no, can actually, get pretty aggressive. They, they I don't can. know what their teeth look but like. They but they call a, a bite uh, from a seal like a like a like a kiss from a rose. I think they call it right. <laughs> Uh, I don't think so. Thank you, Nick. I Thank you for understanding. Oh, I got it too. Seal. I just think it was very funny. The singer seal. Yeah, oh yeah, we're going for. I, was oh, I, yeah. I love how you do that when you don't like my jokes, but everybody else's jokes, you give them a little. <laughs> right, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. But let's no sad, bro. No sad, bro. No but, sad, bro. It but do is we fine. have a um? Do we have barracuda on the Jersey shores or anything like that? Yes, we do. We do. Great. Oh, okay. I, mean, I always it, thought those were warmer, uh, warmer water. I think in, uh, in, if the water temperature skips up, you'll find barracuda off the uh, the Jersey Shore. Unless I'm completely know. inaccurate, I do not I know, know that sea elephants are quite common. Barracuda, I've seen a number of times snorkeling and and uh, scuba diving, and they're and at in, the Adventure Aquarium. They are intimidating looking fish, man. One of the Oof. maybe the second or third dive my wife was on um, because they they have sort of like a hovering look to them sometimes. Yeah, yeah they, they just kind of. Like Staring at you. Yeah, they they kind of stay still, but when they move, they move fast, man. But they are. Yeah. But their their mouth is open, and they've got really long, sharp, pointy teeth. What you're hearing now tips you off to their presence. Yeah. yeah so you, know, you yeah. do. We do have that advantage as human beings that when we hear this, we know that there is a barracuda. <laughs> Here we go. It's a uh, the barracuda is found in tropical and subtropical oh, oceans. I, I thought we'd find them out here too, as well. No, I, yeah. yeah, I think they're warm, warm water uh, fish, but uh, they're really cool, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they're not saying yet exactly, uh, you know, or, or definitely if it was a shark bite, but they are investigating it, and uh, the child is recovering. Well, that's all good. right. Let's do sports this morning. <laughs> Sex or 
The NBA Board of Governors voted to approve a 22-team format to restart the season in Orlando. The vote was 29-1 to with the Portland Trailblazers voting against the proposal. The National Basketball Players Association has been working closely with league officials on the plan and the NBPA's team player representatives have a conference call scheduled for later today to approve the proposal. This would mean that the Sixers will start training camp in Camden on June 30th and then will return with games starting on or close to July 31st with eight regular season games and then the playoffs. All teams will play all games in Orlando. The NFL has informed teams that coaching staffs will be permitted to return to team facilities and the maximum number of personnel allowed in those facilities will be increased to 100 beginning today. As has been emphasized in previous advice on reopening facilities, this may occur only if your club has otherwise received necessary permission from state and local governments to reopen this facility, uh, they said in a memo that sent, was sent to teams. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell informed the league earlier this week that teams must hold training camps at their main practice facilities because of the virus. Players are not expected to return to their team facilities until training camp. An NBA superstar, Kevin Durant, is now part owner of the Philadelphia Union. Durant reportedly purchased a a minority stake in Philly Pro Soccer team earlier earlier this week worth somewhere between 1% and 5%. It's unclear whether Durant purchased the stake himself or through his umbrella company, 35 Ventures. Durant was seen meeting with union ownership this past December. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. I'm going to start this Friday morning with an apology. Uh, Casey, I'm sorry for not laughing at your seal joke. It's oh, all right. No, 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 you don't have it's to no laugh. Sad, bro. That's it beautiful. No yeah, you said I normally give a little ha <laughs> so I'll, yeah. uh, I'll give a little ha <laughs> <laughs> next time. <laughs> you're fine. It's not that. We'll hey, talk about this off air. It's no sad, bro. You're not alone yeah. in your news. Casey is wearing his no sad, bro shirt. I've seen a number of texts come in of people who got them, and they're wearing them today. Yes. Mine came, and I said I forgot to put it on this morning. Yes. It no, looks great. No sad, bro. You got the rest of the you're day. Right. You're right. I'll you can, put it on you after can wear the it show. later on. So uh, I'm happy to hear that uh, that the shirts are coming in. So. Yeah, I put I hung it so I wouldn't forget it. I put it exactly where I'm. So like, did okay, I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I forgot. Well, it. it's like all the signs that we have like posted around the office here, right? Like yeah, maybe, yeah. You, maybe you look at them one time. But after a while, they're just like this art that kind of hangs out in the background. I yep. mean, I literally put it, you know, right by the door so I knew to grab it. Uh, that's <laughs> what a moron I am. Yep. Well, we welcome all morons because I'm sure we all forgot something today. And uh, we're in this uh, we're in this thing together, as you've heard many, many times before. <laughs> I want to go ahead and uh, give an award to someone. <laughs> Yesterday, we chose yet another high school for the coolest teacher of the year contest. And by the way, I have a question. Is this, are we doing One it? more week. We have one more week of yeah, doing it. It is next Friday. I'm happy yeah. to hear about that. All right, so <laughs> we are going to announce the winner from the school that was chosen yesterday, uh, which was St. Augustine Prep. And we... Have received your votes and tallied them up, and now we have the name. Uh, the coolest teacher of the year at St. Augustine Prep is Mr. Brendan Towell. That's right. Mr. Towell is a theology teacher, and he's also the rugby coach at St. Augustine Prep. So we'll find out more about him hopefully later on. Uh, we will hear as he calls in, so let him know. Uh, that he did indeed win, and he's graduate of uh, Monsignor Bonner. He went to Bonner case. I know. Oh, that's good for him. Yeah, right. I know you hate Bonner, or you're supposed to. You're supposed to. Yeah, you know, we... you kind of get over that stuff after you graduate. But I still hate him with all my being. I got you. Uh, and uh, we'll talk to him later on this morning. That means we get to choose another school. And uh, Kathy, 
I will, this time, since you're on FaceTime this morning, I will hold it up, uh, and I will choose for you, and you can reveal the school, okay? Sounds good. All right. Let me reach in. Let me grab one. I have it, and Ms. Romano is going to reveal. Uh, oh, yeah. Here we go. All right. Let me hold this up, to. Can you see that? Uh, yes. And that is in. There you go. <laughs> Okay, right. we are now going to Great Valley High School hey! in Malvern, Pennsylvania. All right, Malvern, Great Valley High School. It is your turn to let us know. And you get the weekend. You get some extra time. You really get to toss this around a tad bit and, uh, and make sure that your vote is exactly who you want to be. You guys know uh, who went there? It was uh, Adam McKay. No way. Yeah, Adam McKay, graduate from uh, Great Valley High School. My mom used to teach in that school district. Adam's probably a little more high profile. But, uh, yeah, and Steve Swimer was principal there for a long, long time. And Steve Swimer's a great guy. All of his family listened to our show. So uh, that's a cool school district. That's all. Well, awesome. maybe Steve Swimer will win. Who knows? Yeah. So we're, we're going to leave it up to the students. Text the word teacher to 39333. And we'll send you this link. And then you can add the information. And then we will find out. The coolest teacher is on Monday, so you have until then. So uh, please let us know. Hey, uh, time to celebrate. Today is National Donut Day. Yeah. That's a good thing. And, of course, you know, we have a very close relationship with our friends at Dunkin'. And uh, they've given us some stuff to give away this morning. So we are going to do that. We run on Dunkin'. Through the course of the show. But we do want to remind you that uh, they have free donut. You can get a free donut with any beverage purchase today. And you can use the Dunkin' app. And, Steve, you were talking about that yesterday if you want Super to. Super quick. Uh, contactless way to order and pay as well. And you can pick it up at any store or get it at the drive through So we'll tell you when to call in and get free donuts this morning. Pretty sweet deal. But uh, stop by. You can grab a free donut at Dunkin' today with any beverage purchase National Donut Day. Imagine if we would have met Pancake on this day. I know. His name would now be Donut. Donut. <laughs> yeah. Pancake instead because we met him on National Pancake Day or he brought his pancakes on National Pancake Day. All right. We have some entertainment news to get to and some stuff to give away so we're going to take a quick break and no we're not. Should I go to this guy right you now? Do it? Oh my God. Um, let's do it. Uh, yeah. You know what? Yeah, yeah, Our it. coolest yeah. teacher is already on the line. Talk about early. We normally don't have the coolest teacher calling in right away, but we're more than happy to uh, bring him on the line and congratulate. It's Mr. Brendan Tao from St. Augustine Prep. Hey, Mr. Tao, how you doing? Hey, good morning, guys. Gadzooks. Gadzooks to you. Congratulations, first of all. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. No problem. How long have you been uh, teaching at uh, St. Augustine Prep? Um, I have been at the prep for 10 years as a teacher, uh, eight as a coach. Okay, uh, ten, but this is my tenth year. Yeah, so this was really something. I've uh, been a long time listener. I'm up this early anyway. I mean, you know, COVID or no COVID, a lot of us uh, as teachers are up this early. So uh, when I heard that come on, I, I was like, "You got to be kidding me!" Yesterday, <laughs> I had all these messages. I get messages from these kids yesterday. They're sending me emails. I go, "I voted for you." I'm going, "I'm not running for anything." <laughs> oh, that's awesome! And, yeah. they're, and they're, I'm like, "What are they talking about?" Because I had missed that segment. Uh, the day before, so this morning I was like, Psh, "I got to make sure I have it on." So I'm here um, with a couple things. I'm, I'm working on a summer course. So I'm, having, I'm having some breakfast, and I said, "You got to be kidding me!" <laughs> so, what a great, what a great way to wrap up the week, right? Now nah, it's awesome, and I, you know, I'm a Bonner guy. I love you, Casey. Sorry. You know, <laughs> All right. Well, what parish are you from? Maybe this will lessen this thing. I'm from St. Alice. 
All right, I can take that. I can right. take that. He can work with that. I can great, work with that. Great news, Brendan. He can work that. with that. But, Brendan, I got a question for you. because I'll um, sleep easy. <laughs> uh, St. Augie's is a, or the, the prep, as we call it, is is kind of far away. So where do you live, actually, now? Get ready, get ready for this. Because I love Delco so much, <laughs> I actually said, screw it. I'm going to live here and commute to St. Augustine Prep Whoa. every day. So oh I, actually live in, I actually live in Clifton. Oh my! I mean, Clifton is as delco as it gets, pretty much. He, so he's wow. Like, his, his cred has been we, firmly reestablished. Yes, it has. Yes, it well, has. everyone was everyone was complaining about these bombs that were going off, and I'm going. That's just Clifton fireworks on a Tuesday night. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how how long is your commute? Then you have to hit the road pretty damn early, I would imagine. Yeah, sixty five minutes. So I'm out the door at six with you guys. Okay. Well, we appreciate I, you I listening to us. Yeah. Now, nah, long long time since probably, uh, I guess. Um, why 100 days, I Okay. Guess. Hey, Brendan, by the way, you mentioned uh, 10 years teacher, 8 years as coach. You teach rugby, and uh, do you, you get a lot of uh, students that want to play rugby? Yeah, so we have a fall and a spring season, so we've got fall seven. Um, and we probably about have 45 guys on the team in the fall. Uh, we're off in the winter, and then spring is the primary traditional 15 on 15 and we average about fifty to fifty-five guys on the team. Wow! Um, yeah. Did you guys in, have in spring? Yeah. Did you have a, a trip canceled this uh, this past spring? Were you guys supposed to go to like we, Spain uh, or something like that? We just we actually did go to Ireland, and we just made it. Oh wow! Um, we we were over there, um, and of course, you know, the, the kids are all gone, and I'm staying up in the bar having a having a beer, <laughs> and when all of a sudden, the president of the United States just says, "Oh, by the way, we're going to close the borders uh, with the United States." And Europe, but not the United Kingdom. And I'm going, well, Ireland is not mainland Europe, nor is it in the United Kingdom. So I don't know what we're doing. So I, 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 it took me till the next morning to figure out we were okay. Right. We could finish the tour. We got home safe. But the season was canceled. And we're actually uh, three-time uh, state champions the last three years in a row. Wow. This, was, this, was a, this was a blow to the seniors yeah. in oh, a big way who were yeah. looking – you know, to, to have a chance, really. So, for the, I mean, if I can say to the class of 2020, my guys, and to everybody, all the seniors all over, you know, we wish you guys all the best. We're still going to get a chance to celebrate you. Uh, we've got a, a graduation date set for July 9th, so we were we were given the green light in Jersey to do that. We're going to do that. We're going to celebrate you guys the best we can because you were an awesome class. Um, and for all the seniors everywhere, keep your heads up. You're going to have a great time as freshmen, believe me. Uh, it's, it's very cool, very inspiring. You can see why yeah, this guy yeah, is the right. coolest teacher, right? Yeah. That's awesome. Sounds well, like he went sure. to O'Hara, but... Uh... <laughs> oh, oh, who? What? <laughs> uh, now, listen, guys, I'm, I'm also a bass player. I had a little little cover band back in the day. Yeah. So I didn't know if it would be totally out of line for the coolest teacher, maybe to make a song request for later in the show. <laughs> it, it depends on what you want to hear, but what what is it? Well, I figured I would stick with a Philly bass band we haven't heard from in a while. They didn't quite make it too big, but if you had time for Silver Tide um, yeah. later in the day, Silver I would Tide. Love that. Wow. Okay. We'll play, I ain't coming home. Yeah. All right. That's well, a great I'll throw song. that in there. Yeah. All right. For you, Brendan, we'll do it. All right, man? I appreciate that, guys. Thanks so much. You bet. Congratulations. Have a great yeah. weekend. Our coolest teacher, Brendan Towell, who is from St. Augustine Preparatory School, and he gets the. 
Preston and Steve, coolest teacher of their coffee mug. That, That's is that the quickest we ever had a uh, oh yeah, yeah. call in after uh, a, I think so. So we've had, we've had back to back groundbreaking days. Earliest call and a principal yesterday, our first yeah, principal. Yeah. So uh, we're on a we're on a good run here. We're changing the world. Now we have Great Valley uh, in Malvern that gets to vote, and uh, maybe your favorite teacher will be calling us, and we'll have a conversation like that. So text the word teacher to three nine three three three. We're gonna break now. We'll come back in a moment, and then we'll get to the entertainment report and the stupid question and more. Stay with us. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. As we ease back into life bit by bit, Acme wants to help you reconnect bite by bite. When doors start to open, when parks are filling with laughter again, and you can reconnect with family and friends over food, Acme will be there with you every step of the way. For birthdays and barbecues, parties and picnics, and of course, down the shore. Celebrate life together with Acme, your favorite local supermarket, and the official supermarket of MMR's Preston and Steve Show. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So we're going to give away for the stupid question of Fandango now promotional code to see the high note. And uh, while I'm not really a, a big art guy, uh, when I do go to art galleries, uh, some of my favorite things to look at are the impressionist works. I like I, the cafeteria. Oh, uh, you do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm blown away by the just the, the little dots that they make into. Yes. It's, yeah. it's unbelievable. So... My question is about Remois, one of the great Impressionists. In the 1860s, Remois and a fellow French Impressionist worked together, each painting a series of outdoor land and waterscapes. Name the other painter. Mm. This is a tough one. Yeah, very tough. 215-263-WMMR. In the 1860s, Remois and a fellow French Impressionist worked together, each painting a series of outdoor land and waterscapes. Name the other painter. 215-263-WMMR. We'll look for your answer in a moment while you're calling in. I'll go through some birthdays. Friday, June 5th. It's Mark Wahlberg's birthday today. Uh, Mark is 49 years old. The baby in that family, the yeah. Wahlberg family. Is he really? I think <laughs> yeah, so, right? I think, yeah, I think you're right. Well, is the, there may be a younger one in there. There's a, if the, I'm trying to think of the cast of Wahlbergers yeah, and who might be too. younger. But I still think Marky Mark, yeah. as he was first known, yeah. uh, is uh, is the youngest. What a great guest. What a great guy every time we've had him in. Yeah, he's awesome. He's what you want. <laughs> he, he gives you... He gives you great, uh, uh, just great answers to questions. He's always really thoughtful, com- complimentary. When we were in, in doing the, the run up to the Super Bowl, Preston, and uh, we had him, he, he was yeah. like, he, he because we said he was, he's basically an honorary eagle. He's a, a, an adopted son of the city, even though he has the Boston ties, obviously. Yeah. And he came out and wished us luck in the whole thing. It was yeah, cool. he, he found a way to, to you don't care, tr- thread the needle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, 49th birthday today for Mark Wahlberg. Whoever would have seen that coming, by the way. No, and he's Mark. he's he he is so real, so unbelievably talented. I dismissed him thousands of times in the Marky Mark era. Yeah, yeah. But man, the guy knows his fly honey. Okay, did he have more than one hit? Uh, was it Good Vibrations, and that was it? That was the biggest one. Oh, yeah, I thought, he had a, I thought he had another one. I want to say uh, he did too, Kathy. Uh, but uh, you know. That was a time of Vanilla Ice and <laughs> and Marky Mark, and hey, it all kind of blends together for me. Well, there, I don't want to say we might have something coming up later on the show that that speaks to that era. Oh, okay, yes. uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I know what you're talking about. Uh, so, anyhow, we can look that up and see if he had any other hits. But Mark Wahlberg is 49 today. Jeff Garland, who's awesome, the Goldbergs, so good. He is 
perfect for that role. Curb your enthusiasm and so on. Uh, he turns fifty-eight years old today. He's somebody I'd like to talk to. Absolutely. I, yeah. Have we? I, we might I have talked to him on a couple. Yeah, of yeah, yeah, have we? Yeah. I think Boners, yeah. I'd like to talk to him again. Then. Yeah, but in person, so yeah. we could transfer the COVID nineteen. Yeah. No, I, I would say. Um, if you watch the show, The Goldbergs, with any regularity, whenever they show the footage of the actual dad, yeah. of uh, Adam Goldberg's dad at the end, he's far more acrimonious <laughs> The real, the, his real dad was, and which makes it even funnier that the, the performance is actually underselling it. Uh, actor Ron Livingston, uh, you know him from Office Space yeah. and Sex in the City, and uh, I think it was in uh, Dinner for Schmucks. He's also the dad of the Nemesis family in Vacation with Ed Helms. Oh, my God. It's been a while since yeah, I've yeah. seen it. So, I don't, yeah, he's great, though. He's 53 today. Uh, we also have Pete Wentz of Fallout Boy. And he is the bassist, uh, ex-husband of Ashley Simpson. It feels like he has 50 birthdays a year. I mean, every time. I... Or we're, maybe we're getting. Maybe other members of Fallout Gerard Boy. Gerard Way. Who's in Fallout Boy, right? Uh, no, he's um, oh, he's in My Chemical, Chemical Romance. Romance. See, I get, uh, I get I get the bands mixed up. Ah, hell. And who's in them? Ah, hell. What do you want me to do? Patrick Stump is the other guy. Patrick Stump, the old stumper. Stumperoo. The, the stump man. Stumpy. He's not celebrating his birthday today. S uh, period tump. Uh, <laughs> Pete Wentz is. Pete is uh, 41. But it's also Peanut's birthday of 311. Uh, Aaron Wills is his uh, first name, or his, his full name, his real name. But he goes by Peanut, of course. Uh, celebrates his 46th birthday today. There'll always be one Mr. Peanut for me. Yeah. Uh, yes, Mike. Yeah, Mike. Uh, who is, who uh, who's on the man. From the cardboard classic, but what what name do you like better, nickname wise? Because I when I when I see it's Peanuts' birthday, I always think of Noodles from The Offspring, and when it's Noodles' birthday, I always think of Peanut from Three Eleven. Uh, I had a beloved cat named Peanut, so Peanut for me. Oh, okay, yeah. I kind of like Noodles, but they're both great nicknames. So anyhow, Peanut and Noodles is pretty good though. Peanut what? Peanut with noodles, like a nice like Chinese food dish. Oh yeah, yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, mm-hmm. or like a Thai. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. He's uh, 46. Or today. Ice cream. Yeah. Uh, Nico McBrain, the drummer of Iron Maiden, oh. celebrates his 68th birthday today. I'm guessing that's an adopted name, correct? Uh, I don't know. Nico McBrain, or uh, I don't know. Okay. Uh, I've always pronounced it McBrain because it's spelled that way. And... Uh, I'm assuming, but I was like Nico, man, uh, and I never have seen Maiden live. That's one that I need to add to the list at some point in my life. Were you a big fan? I was a casual fan. I had right. friends that were hardcore fans, and what's funny is, listen to this, okay? At the time, this was the most hardcore music that was out there. <laughs> I know, it was I know. Like, you just couldn't believe how heavy this was. Yeah, just, it sounds like nothing in comparison <laughs> at all to what you hear as being heavy music now. I remember in school the natural assumption that whatever kid was listening to this was yeah. a devil worshiper. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, they, they flirted with all that imagery and yeah. they aren't and, no. and they have, you know, uh, Number of the Beast. That song actually scared me when I was a kid. So. was his phone number. Uh, so, Nico is 68 today. Now, a guy who should work with Nico sometime celebrates his birthday as well. It's Kenny G's birthday. Oh, my God. I'm sure they've collaborated on many projects. The jazz saxophone player, the very light uh, jazz saxophone player. Wasn't he the uh, saxophone player hired by Kanye? Yeah. For the... Uh, to, for Kim's birthday. Right. He stood him in a in one of their super white rooms. That's right. With, like, 200 vases with roses in them on the floor, and she walked in... Ah. And he was playing. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, 
I'm swooning. I personally, I think Kenny G's awesome. I, I do I've, too. I've seen him interviewed many times, and he's a good guy, and he's actually a super, super talented musician. I, I, I've always been. I, I've been a huge sax player, and whatever the ver- what, what is he playing? Is it's it a now? soprano, soprano sax? Soprano sax. Player, yeah. I've yeah. always been a huge fan of, of going back to like John Coltrane, yeah. and uh, Tom Scott, and uh, yeah, there's a great sound. Hard uh, instrument to play. Happy birthday to Kenny G, who is 64 years old. All right, we'll see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. And it is as follows. In the 1860s, Renoir and fellow French impre- a fellow French Impressionist were together, uh, each painting a series of outdoor land and waterscapes named uh, the other p- painter, 215-263-WMMR, the number. And our first caller in is Mel. So let's go to Mel. Hey, Mel. Hey, Gadzooks. Gadzooks. All right, Mel, who was the other painter with uh, Renoir? Monet. Monet is correct. Hang on, Mel. We are going to give you a Fandango Now now promotional card to see the high notes starring Tracy Ellis Ross, Dakota Johnson, and Ice Cube, which is available on demand now. And thank you to those who have corrected me. I've been saying Dakota Fanning all week. It was Dakota Johnson. You Uh, rat bastard. I'm evil. I read what's written. It's horrible. <laughs> All right, so celebrities like Tiffany Haddish, Kevin Hart, Tyrese, T.I., Ludacris, and more attended George Floyd's memorial service yesterday at North Central University in Minneapolis. In addition, Martin Luther King III, Jesse Jackson, Reverend Al Sharpton also attended the services. There were lots of people there, yes. lots of names. Uh, Sharpton had delivered the eulogy, telling the crowd, uh, I want us to not sit here and act like we had a funeral on the schedule. George Floyd should not be among the deceased. He did not die of common health conditions. He died of common American criminal justice malfunction. I'm not sure who all got to uh, get up and speak. Uh, and I know that there are a few other memorials that are planned. I think two more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think Floyd Mayweather was the one who was who was paying. He was for putting all the this, bill for so, it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so those uh, those memorials and services will continue, and I'm certain that uh, uh, celebrities and local notables or national notables will be a part of that. Speaking of George Floyd and his family, uh, Kanye West is helping uh, his family and also uh, Ahmad Ar- uh, Arbery and uh, Breonna Taylor. Uh, in a big way, following their deaths as well, uh, Kanye has created a 529 college savings plan to fully cover tuition for Floyd's six-year-old daughter Gianna. In addition, he's donated two million dollars in total contributions uh, to support the families and the legal defenses of Arbery and Taylor as well. Uh, West representatives say that he's also donated to several black-owned businesses in crisis in his hometown of Chicago and nationwide. Because I haven't really seen him say too much or anything, but he is going to be donating uh, directly to the family. Oh, we're talking about. millions. Yeah, yeah. Which, is, uh, which is a wonderful thing for him to do. Meghan Markle knew that she had to address the uh, death of George Floyd when she addressed graduating uh, students at her alma mater in Los Angeles. Uh, the commencement speech came as a surprise to the virtual attendees, which must have been pretty wild for them. Um, A spokesperson said she had planned to share a heartfelt congratulations to the class of 2020. I've worked so hard over the past four years by sharing some words of support, encouragement, and offer some memories of her own time at the school. However, in the video message she shared, she felt compelled to directly address and speak to these young women about what's happening in this country right now. It's an all-girls school? I guess so, around the killing of George Floyd, as well as uh, what's been happening over many, many, many generations, years and generations to countless other black Americans. In her six-minute address, uh, she discussed her feelings about uh, the unrest, 
that is rocking the country and memories of the 1992 L.A. race riots that she lived through as a child. So she grew up in in that era and in that town. So uh, that was pretty cool of her to address, and, of course, she didn't leave that out. Uh, let's see. Uh, Amber Riley is speaking out about former Glee co-star Leah Michelle. Uh, on Thursday, Riley spoke, uh, and she was discussing uh, racism and the ongoing Black Lives Matter protests, making a brief comment on her former castmates calling out uh, Michelle because uh, Samantha Marie Ware had said some things about Leah Michelle uh, for her past behavior. But Riley said during the chat that she doesn't think that Michelle is racist, but she hopes the actress has grown. She said, I'm not going to say that Leah Michelle is racist. That's not what I'm saying. Uh, Riley played Mercedes Jones on the musical series, by the way. Uh, she said that was the assumption because of what's going on right now in the world. And it happened toward a black person. I'm not going to say that she's racist. Uh, she's also pregnant, and I think that everybody needs to chill. She said, but at the same time, in my inbox, there's a lot of uh, black actors and actresses telling me their stories and were letting me know that they have dealt with the same things being on set, being terrorized by the white girls uh, that are the leads of the show. Uh, but apparently she she wasn't shying away from the fact that she's... She's, you know, in in so many words, she's she's got an attitude, and, and she's is, been bit, is like, rude. The the people who are coming forward yesterday and the and the and on Wednesday concerning her, um, there was uh, <laughs> her bitchiness apparently crosses all genders, all races. Right. I mean, stories coming uh, the way she apparently again. This is from other people and. But when you start to see a, a tremendous amount of evidence, it yeah. starts to make a case. And said, Preston, you said you've heard forever that she was um, nuclear diva-ish. That was kind of the, the, the rumor that was going on, so yeah. there was a, a guy who was, uh, um, uh, who's not African-American, but an understudy on, on one of his, uh, uh, one of her shows and just said she, she was just dehumanizing. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, stating that this will be the first and last time she speaks on the subject, Riley said she wishes Michelle well and that Michelle reached out to her and they spoke uh, for the first time in years. She said, I wish Leah Mich- Michelle well uh, and I hope that she is an amazing pregnancy, has an amazing pregnancy, and I hope that she has grown. Do you think she could reverse all this if she were to post something on Instagram like, I love you this much? Maybe, with the W. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe. Uh, billionaire or not, Kylie Jenner makes bank less than a week after Forbes revoked Jenner's self-made billionaire status. They crowned her and her brother-in-law, Kanye West, the top earning celebs in 2020. Oh, my God! So they had a great year. Forbes acknowledged the controversy, saying that selling 51% of her stake in her makeup brand, Cody, for $600 million brought in the big bucks. Uh, while this is according to Forbes, uh, while she had exaggerated over the years about the size of her business, the money she pulled in from the deal was real. Uh, enough to rank her as one of the biggest celebrity cash-outs of all time. So I wonder if they're buddy-buddies again now. Uh, Kanye, who has also argued with Forbes about not naming him a billionaire, was named second-highest-paid celeb with $170 million in earnings, primarily due to his fashion line Yeezy. Rounding out the top 10 highest-paid celebrities are Roger Federer, who had $106.3 million. Isn't he supposed to be a, a bastard? Who, who's supposed to be the... Uh... No, Sampras. Sampras. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Sorry, um, Roger Federer. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, then you have Lionel Messi, Tyler Perry, uh, Neymar. Well, he's a soccer, soccer player as well. Soccer player, okay. I thought Tyler Perry would be higher up on that list. Uh, Howard is still in the top ten. He made $90 million. God almighty. Did he really? Uh-huh. Uh, LeBron James and then Dwayne Johnson rounding out the top ten. So that's according to the Forbes, the highest paid celebrities of the past year. Uh, Joseph 
Maldonado Passage, also known as Joe Exotic, is sending his love from behind bars. That's wonderful. Yesterday, the uh, the podcast called Josh Belcher Uncharted (laughs) shared shared a new letter (laughs) sent reportedly from the former zookeeper at the end of the... At the end of the open letter, um, Passage, uh, Maldonado Passage, reach outs, reaches out to his husband, Dylan Passage. I don't I don't like his real name. Uh, saying he misses and loves him. Well, you're going to hate it because I'm going to have to repeat it a lot. Damn it. Uh, he said, keep my story alive and be my voice. Uh, that's what Maldonado you, lover. Uh, Passage wrote to fans. Now, uh, in the latest episode, he uh, the, the host uh, of this podcast read uh, the letter that said, keep asking for... That uh, presidential pardon, and please, if you see Dylan online, tell him that his husband misses and loves him dearly, and I'm coming home somehow. I'm coming home and done my time. <laughs> now, in April, Dylan uh, told people that he intends to stand by Joe Exotic. He said, I'm not going anywhere uh, at the time. And she said, I... Joe, Joe was there for me in my darkest moments. I'm not going to just abandon him when he needs support more than anything. It's... To anybody, it's apparent. This is the real deal. Uh, he added that he loves Maldonado Passage 100% and that he's still good to me, even from in jail. Mm. Uh, Dylan also <laughs> told people that in April that his, his husband wrote a memoir while incarcerated, which he said will show a different side of the Joe Exotic image. The book, said Passage, covers his troubled childhood. I'm reading the book about Renoir Monet working again. He said it's a really heartbreaking story, and a lot of people are going to see a different side of Joe because of this. He said, I cried, I cried and cried and cried and cried. It was so tragic because it's nothing he ever spoke to me about in person. It's very personal. Joe, I love you. (laughs) And it's uh, definitely a story that nobody thought would have happened. It's absolutely tragic, and Joe really gets his story out there and lets people know what happened to him. I'm sorry. It's it's almost Mount Everest-like to get over... I have a story that's going to blow you more than the original Tiger King. Yeah, right. I find that hard to believe. Yeah, and uh, I just, you know, with him saying how much he loves him and everything, I go back to <laughs> the show where his one one of his husbands dies in an accident and at the funeral. Yeah. <sighs> he's talking to him about whipping his... He's talking to the family. The this mom's is, sitting right man. up front about him taking his balls out and rubbing them on you, you know, yeah. stuff like that. And I was like... This oh is God. at the funeral. I'm so glad you, 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 my mom is here today to so I can tell you how I used to love to dick my taint. Oh my! God. <laughs> it's it's unbelievable. Uh, so and, 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 okay. and, they, and then they talk to the to the uh, the husband's mother, uh, and she's like, I, I I don't know why that needed to be brought up then. Yep. Yep. All right. Uh, so this one I bring up because of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, my gal Amy Grant is recovering after undergoing open heart surgery. What happened there? Oh, that there was the gone. short version of the song. Yes. Uh, she had open heart surgery. What? 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 Uh, her rep gave an update on Wednesday after the 59-year-old Christian music singer had surgery to correct partial anomalous pulmonary venous return, or PAPVR, a rare heart condition that she's had since birth. They say that what happened was is that a microbe got into her body through her bare feet. No. Yeah. Amy is out of the surgery, and the doctor said that uh, it could not have gone better. Good. 
Uh, the rep said we would ask for continued prayers of these of the days, weeks, and months to come as she makes a full recovery. I like her. Uh, Grant's rep also posted an update on Instagram. Uh, she learned that she had PAPVR after having a heart checkup in February. She shared the news back then on Twitter during Heart Health Awareness Month, saying the first the first good news is that I'm completely asymptomatic. Uh, the second good news is it's fixable. So instead of concerts and camping trips this summer, I'm going to take care of my heart. So, Don't you hate when you're watching? Yeah. This happens all the time. My wife and I will be watching Jeopardy or something or a show where there's uh, viewers who tend to be older that are getting, um, you know, a lot of medications. And they'll say, you know, if you're suffering from ALNBDQ, it's like, mm-hmm. well, what is that? What, what is the what is the disease? Uh, because, you know, they, they'll just reel it on out there and you'll you'll. Yeah, once they've mentioned it, I'm kind of curious to find out what it is. Yeah, yeah. but if they know what it is, then they then right. they know. Uh, Alicia Silverstone revealed that she's filling her time while under a coronavirus lockdown with her son, Bear Blue, who's nine years old, by taking baths together with him to spend quality time. Okay. Mm. How old is he? He's nine. Oh, no. No. Uh, oh, no. What? Yeah, I, I don't know if they're naked in the bath I would not. assume that they were, right? Um, still. Uh, I don't know. Um, so... <laughs> Speaking in a recent interview about how she's uh, passing the time as a mom, uh, the Clueless star discussed the strange way they're bonding while they're both stuck at home. She said, my son and I take baths together. I did see a headline that said inappropriate parenting, and it had her picture. I'm assuming this is what they're talking about. Well, yeah, and remember, of course, the story of her feeding her kids like a bird. Yeah. Right. Uh, she, well, not like, you mean uh, out of the mouth. Now, she doesn't yeah. feed them birds. No, no. Okay. She like showed bird, up yeah. and spit it in their mouth. But, like, I was talking to my mom about this last night after we got out of the shower, and uh, <laughs> she said that this is just weird. You're telling off her yeah. back? I was telling her off. Yeah. It's it's tough for her to dry off, like, sure. the middle of her back where the You're spine good is. Son. I am. I she am. went on to reveal that she also takes baths alone when Bear isn't around. She says she finds the whole practice nourishing. Uh, yeah, it's, that's what you're supposed to do, bathe alone. It's not the only way that Silverstone is finding ways to connect with her kid. In addition to sharing bath time, the star notes that their mutual vegan diet helps them stay connected as well. Uh, Silverstone, who has previously voiced anti-vaccination sentiments, found herself in hot water in 2018 when she claimed to page six that Bear has, quote, never had to take medicine due to his vegan diet. Uh, but they're bo- they bond that way, she Oh, says. He, maybe take he's baths. never had to take medicine, but he's in therapy around the clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, Two days before Lin-Manuel Miranda's documentary, We Are Freestyle Love Supreme, was set to air, he pulled the plug. The documentary follows the story of the rise of Miranda's hip-hop improv group. Uh, And he said in a statement, uh, today our country, uh, our world struggles uh, to reach an end to this systemic racial injustice, intolerance, police brutality, and hate. Uh, And we add our voices to the fight. So Freestyle Love Supreme uh, was supposed to come out. But they're going to move that. When is Hamilton? July first, maybe. Okay, it's they definitely... moved it way up, right? Didn't, yeah. didn't they move it way up? It was going to be a lot later in the year, or even next year, or something like that. I don't know. But I saw him for the first time recently. Steve and I were talking about this uh, in the Mary Poppins Returns movie. He's awesome. He's really, he's really, really good. I thought the movie was really good. I loved it. Uh, I don't know why. Again, we talked about the bizarre marketing of that movie when it was coming out. Uh, we were going to do something at the Camp Out for Hunger that was sort of, you know, and reference the old Mary Poppins. And I said, no, no, no. We, we we want these to be thought of as separate entities. Do we get it? But, you know, obviously you're kind of playing off the fact that people generally love that movie. And this movie has so many nods to the oh original my God, movie. It's, it's almost, it's a lot like the original movie. The songs are great. 
uh, their performances. He and uh, Emily Blunt, I yep. really dug it. But that's that's my first. I knew what a talented guy he is, and I've yeah. seen little clips of of Hamilton, but I've never seen the show. So I'm excited <laughs> to check this out. So it's going to hit Disney Plus July 3rd, Nick. That's uh, okay. The latest we've read. So when's that? By the way, wait, and, and a completely different uh, tact here, a different angle. Uh, that X Men movie that was supposed to be released uh, to theaters, it's being released um, on on uh, streaming services. Oh, it do, is. Yeah. Do we know when that's going to happen? No, uh-uh. haven't heard anything about right. that as All of right. yet. Well, that thing got pushed back too, Steve. I think that was good, supposed to come out last year, and then uh, it's the 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 New Mutants or whatever, right? And it's yeah. sort of a horror movie as well. And it's been it's it was actually completed two years ago, right? All right, uh, a couple other quick things. Uh, HBO's Chernobyl leads the 2020 BAFTA TV nominations with nods in 14 categories. It was an amazing series. Uh, following that lead is The Crown with seven nominations and six for both Fleabag and Girl slash Haji. Uh, Chernobyl's uh, nominations... Uh... <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, no, it's... Uh, the, word, <laughs> the words are strung together. It says Chernobyl... Snominations. <laughs> Tonight's snominations are all sensational performers. But as Elton has said, it's just enough to be snominated. <laughs> did, did he say snominated? <laughs> yes. I believe he said snominated. Oh, it is a sub award. <laughs> It is the way you feel rather than an actual public acknowledgement. That's what it says here. It says Chernobyl. It was so wonderful to learn I had been snominated. <laughs> to get in a, a award. Uh, it says Chernobyl snominations. <laughs> well, the radiation is affecting their time. I know. Right? Included one for leading actor for uh, Jared Harris. Uh, one for supporting actor for Stellan Skarsgård. Uh, with 11 on the TV craft side, including original music, production, design, writer. I can't read it. There's no, there's no words on it. Writer, drama, and special visual and graphic effects. Uh, the Crown's nominations included Best Drama Series, Supporting Actor Josh O'Connor, and Supporting Actress uh, Helena Bonham Carter. Uh, the And Fleabag saw both uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge and... Is it Cian Clifford, C-I-A-N, or is that Sean? I do not know. Uh, nominated for Best Female Performance in a Comedy Series. And the Baptists are set for July 17th, by the way. All right, uh, there's a movie opening, and I oh, only have one, okay. so we'll get to that. <laughs> All right, uh, there's a movie called Becky that's opening up, and it is it stars Lulu Wilson, Joel McHale, and Kevin James. It's rated R. It's action, adventure, mystery, and suspense film. Uh, it's 94 minutes long, and it is directed by Carrie Murnion and Jonathan mm-hmm. Millett. Mm-hmm. Uh, it may be snominated. We never know down yes. the road. Uh, but what it's about, spunky and rebellious Becky is brought to a weekend getaway at a lake house by her father, Jeff, in an effort to try to reconnect. The trip immediately takes a turn for the worse. 
when a group of convicts on the run led by the merciless Dominic, that's Kevin James, so he's going to yes. play an evil character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks way different in this. Uh, suddenly invade the lake house, yeah. It's got a 58% uh, at Rotten Tomatoes so far. I'm definitely going to check it out because oh. it looks like it also has sort of a, a, a very dark sense of humor to it. Okay, all right. So that movie... Not that it's a full comedy, but there's humor in it. Opens, uh, in fact, I guess it'll today. be streaming online today? Yep. Okay. All right, there you go. Uh, now we're ready for the clips. The final season of 13 Reasons Why is the official is officially here, and in this clip star, Alicia Bow uh, talks about how the show has impacted society positively since its inception. I think it really did spark a huge conversation that really wasn't talked about before. And I think over the last four years, I've seen so many more TV shows and forms of entertainment that's like catered towards young adult or any age bracket, but really, really tackles mental health. And I'm very proud that we were part of that movement for sure. I don't (laughs) give a f***. I had uh, accidentally soft hit the Velociraptor if you heard that underneath that. So that was going to be the the sound drop, but I went with I don't give a... Thank you for the update. I sir. had to explain that to you. The fourth season of 13 Reasons Why is available to watch on Netflix today. Here's the next clip. In Shirley, a well-known horror author and her husband take in a young couple sparking a new idea for her next novel. And here Elizabeth Moss discusses playing the real-life Shirley Jackson. Here we go. There are definitely things, especially with Stanley and Shirley's relationship, that I think we got pretty right. They were really in love and respected each other and admired each other. That, to us, was important to capture, as opposed to just doing an impersonation of somebody. Yeah. Shirley can be streamed on Hulu right now. And there you go. There we go. Entertainment Report. Nice. Uh, Today's National Donut Day. Let's give away some donut stuff. Our friends at Dunkin' have given us $50 gift cards. I'll take caller number 11 at 215-263-WMMR. You get a $50 Dunkin' gift card. We're going to be spreading them throughout the show this morning. And don't forget, since it is National Donut Day, our friends at Dunkin' are giving away a free donut with any beverage purchase. You can use the uh, the Dunkin' app for contactless uh, way to order and pay. You can pick up in the store or get it at the drive through Participations may vary. Limited time offer while supplies last. Preston and Steve Show, of course, runs on Dunkin'. So come and get it. Caller number 11 going to set you up. We'll take a break. Be back in just a moment. Stay with us. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Uh, so, and by the way, Kathy, with my uh, my uh, air check that I'm going to be playing later on, yeah. I'm putting it out there in the hopes that we'll hear your ever first live oh, uh, traffic report on NBC well, I guess 10. I, could. I don't know. I told you guys this. Like somebody over at NBC was like, I would never, I wouldn't release this. I wouldn't put that out there. And so that's why I, I didn't. Well, for for a long time, I couldn't find the tape. I believe that I have the VHS tape. I, but I don't obviously have a, um, a VHS player here to to look at it. And I think I tried one of them at the station before, and it was the wrong one. But I've found another tape that I think All right. is it. Then we will. We'll, I mean, we'll... what the hell's the difference? Who cares? Right? Yeah, totally. Uh, it's not me? like you're still looking for a job, right? You're gonna be okay. 
Right. Yeah, no, so I'll look for that. Hey, Press, real quick, before you move on, can I just mention something for our friend uh, Beth, old intern Beth? Yes, absolutely. Um, so her husband is, I, I believe that he's part of the International Brotherhood of Electrical of Electrical Workers, uh, Local 654, but the, it's a, the um, Electricians Union is holding a food drive this Saturday, and it's at their union hall, which is 3729 Chichester Avenue in Booth Wynn. Uh, so it's this Saturday, June 6th, from 10 a.m. until 1 p.m. They're asking people to come out and donate non-perishable food items. So if you're in the area or, or you'd like to donate, uh, they're doing that this Saturday. And Nick has everything up on the website. So if you need the address again, uh, all of that on PrestonandSteve.com. Okay. They're good folks. Uh, I'm, a, I'm also going to mention this yesterday. My my friend uh, Jeff Surratt, who is the executive director of the local uh, PGA, Professional Golfers Association, um, he uh, was really good friends with the pro at Philmont Country Club, Justin Regal, who was killed by the uh, the tree falling on him. Unbelievable! Uh, and I knew Justin as well, and he was a huge fan of the Preston and Steve show. And uh, Justin was, you know, he's big. He's he's well was really loved in the golf community. And I saw the footage of the um, the overhead shot. It was right next to there was a putting green right behind the main building there. Yep. And there was a big tree next to it, and that fell. It fell into the building. He was inside. Oh, man. He was inside when it happened. I mean, just an absolute freak accident and horrible. His wife, they had a baby on the way. It's terrible. So there is a GoFundMe uh, page set up for the wife and the family. So Marissa, and Marissa's not in the other room right now. We'll, we'll send it to Nick. Or I'm going to we'll make sure that gets up on our on our uh, page and that uh, you can access that because it's just a terrible story. And if hey, you missed and- it, it was from the storm that came through day before yesterday. And the story is even more horrifying as if it, it wasn't sad enough. So um, I, I read about him this morning. Uh, so his father died when he entered his freshman year of college. So the, the father was in his 40s when he died. And his, his brother died, too. His 23-year-old brother died in a car crash. It was his only brother. So now the mother yeah. is left mm. alone. She's leaning on her sister and her 93-year-old mother to get through this. And I tell you and, what, And then be. obviously you had mentioned the wife giving birth in a few weeks. I, saw the, I saw the mother on the news. News and I don't know how she was holding it together. Uh, it, she was, you know, must so be a sad. very strong woman after all she's been through. So, uh, but we'll make sure we post that up. And if you can help, that would be that would be great because it's just a it's a tragic, tragic story. All right. Beside that, uh, Steve sent me an article. Uh, which is pretty cool from a, a website that I've never been on before, Steve. Uh, Board Panda, yeah. Uh, I and I just started to peruse it, and it looks like my kind of website. It, it just is like good. fun, random stuff. And, and Preston, this specifically is, is one of those things where you're like, oh, don't, don't let's be clickbait crap. And then you click on it and it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I recognize this stuff. So the, the title of this article is 90s Life Hacks That Are Totally Useless Now. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, and Bored Panda went down a nostalgic trip on some things that, that used to be a wonderful shortcut or great little tips, ideas just to make your life easier. <laughs> I remembered so many of these and how if only there was a way, if only there was a way, in case when you hear some of them, you're going to go, oh, oh I yeah, can't oh, wait. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we'll start, We'll just roll these in, in no particular order. Um, one of them is if you want to download a song on your computer. Oh. Start downloading before you go to bed, and it should be about 99% by the time you wake up. No, really? I remember not only that, but when the idea of of porn, and not even moving porn, just pictures of naked women. One photograph. One photograph. You would have to sit there and wait and let it render forever just to get one picture. And you remember... uh, The Hun. You remember Monkey Boy? Yeah. Okay, I remember Monkey Boy had a strict... He, he worked with us at uh, at Y100. He had a strict rule. 
you can't look at the screen until it's fully done downloading. Oh. You can't you can't watch as just a little bit yeah. comes up. He's like, no, 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 no. Turn it the other way, yeah, and then check back in like fifteen minutes. I, I stood in direct, direct defiance of that because if, if you got halfway uh, or at least a third of the pay, way down the page, yeah, and and the the, the woman had like a, a sideshow beard, yeah, you didn't know if you were wasting your time what or am, not. I mean, this is wasted time. I need to move on. Mm-hmm. We're a third into this and it's not panning out. Yep. So. Uh, now it's a little faster than that. So I almost forget what it used to be like back in the day. You yeah. know, you know when you ding ding, you put on the uh, the twenty eight K modem. Or, yeah, bang, 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 bang. Mm-hmm. What like, are you what doing in there? Go- Nothing. <laughs> you'd go do something and yeah. then come back and then you'd be online. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, listen. I, I'm just getting caught up on a show called uh, Six Feet Under that came out around 2000, 2001, and it is so wild to see these people interacting with their flip phones yep, and, yep. and stuff like that. Going back a little further, if you go yeah. to the movie <clears throat> Almost Famous, which was on yesterday, I was watching it, uh, where they talk about the uh, the piece of technology that allows one page, it, it, it can send electronically uh, information at one page per, like, every 30 minutes it's or something like that. It's a facsimile machine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but if you think of it, at the time, your only other option was to mail something. So that was lightning fast. It was a, we, we were amazed. Mm, and everything yeah. is like that as you start to move along. I think now we've been so bombarded with technology that's so quick and the upgrades are so quick that it's it's less awe-inspiring. Yeah. But uh, you, the first time you got online, the first time, the first time you pulled up a porn, a static porn picture, it's like... You know, the world has changed. Oh, yes. It had <laughs> moved. Yeah. Does Neil Armstrong know about this? Mm-hmm. All right, here's another one, a 90s hack that just doesn't have any uh, bearing now. If your mouse is lagging, <laughs> take out the ball and clean it. It's probably just dusty. I did this all the time. Yeah. Because, you know, you live in a dusty house or whatever. Did you guys remember doing that, unscrewing the bottom of the mouse? Oh, yeah. It had a, a, a track ball. Yep, uh, and uh, and so it would start to, or you'd be moving along, and the cursor would generally jump across the page. There's mm-hmm. still one down in the Ben Production Studio. Is there that you have to clean out? Yes, and it has most of uh, Gloria's dog hair in it. <laughs> oh my god! Well, maybe rack this is that was rack, still rack, rack, rack ball. Clean that rack ball. I have never owned a desktop computer. So any, oh, any always com- laptops. Huh? Always laptops. Okay. Yeah. Huh. But it, even in the beginning, like, what did you do in college? I didn't have were a computer. The, uh, were there laptops in? No, no, I I never owned one. The inspiring uh, sp- story of a boy without a computer. <laughs> like you just went to the computer lab, right? Yeah. Went okay. to the computer lab. They were open 24 hours a day. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. That's a bingo. Um, All right. Uh, so let's move on to some other ones. Uh, All right. Some other hacks that just uh, don't make sense anymore. Uh, use sites like MapQuest to print directions for yeah. where you're heading. Yep. Never get lost again. So you'd have to print up the, the directions and follow them along. So I clearly remember this point. Obviously, I'm older, so I, I remember a lot of times for me it involved a pirate map. Yeah. Uh, when I was <laughs> there was an app somewhere. Yeah, right. I was looking for directions. But but uh, the MapQuest thing, I was reticent for the longest time because I just got so good at the Rand McNally maps. And, and yeah. you'd get these books. Every every Anyone who traveled with any regularity across distances had these map books. And then I got on board the MapQuest thing, and I'm like, okay. I still will use MapQuest. Really? As, not not to get directions, but if we are going to plan a driving trip that's a couple of states away, mm-hmm. I will just simply, just to get a vague idea of the driving time, how far away something is. You know, I might type in, you know, 
you know, the starting destination, ending destination, Philadelphia to Pittsburgh, just to throw a city out there, and then it'll give you an average driving time. Now, I can do that on Waze as well, which would be pretty simple, but I, if I'm if I happen to be on my laptop, okay. rather than pull out my phone and, you know, if I'm making plans, I'll just... I, still, I didn't even know MapQuest still existed as a yeah, site. Yeah, absolutely. It, does, it seems to me like that's a after the 90s thing, MapQuest. I, I would think that that's like 2000s or even 2010s, because I, I remember using that much more frequently. Don't know. Well, Not I was really going to sure. ask if I was fancy, because we would go to AAA, and they would print yeah, out... Yeah, AAA would send you... A, or You remember they would send you a, a trip kit. Do you remember that? The trip kit. Yeah, yeah. We would yeah. go, and they would highlight it on the map, and they would print it out step-by-step instructions. Okay. But still the idea, Nick, of, of actually printing the directions up, because you couldn't take your, your computer and your car with you. Yeah. And we I remember doing that for the fish concerts that we used to go to in Maine. Nick, yeah. And thank God, uh, when I went, it, uh, you know... Uh, ways and all this stuff didn't exist because we were able to like you know everybody else was taking whatever route MapQuest took them and then we would take these little back side roads right and right. we were able to avert ten miles of of standstill traffic. MapQuest was launched in 1996. Nick. Yeah, all right. So okay. I definitely used that this millennium. <laughs> all right, here's another uh, '90s hack that just doesn't uh, doesn't make sense anymore. Uh, never shut down your computer unless you see it's now safe to turn off your computer <laughs> on your computer screen. Oh, because yeah. you would lose everything. <clears throat> yeah, any anything that you had open still, yeah. you could lose unsaved uh, data. Honestly, oh, God, honestly, the the and Kathy, how many times did you go? Oh no! Oh no! Or or close out of an app before saving. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember, I just mentioned the computer lab to Casey. I remember um, losing. Well, yeah, I did. I lost an entire. Um, project. It, it was it was a long paper that I had written, and it was like in the middle of the night. Case I was there, yep. you know, working on it. I was almost finished. I, I'm pretty sure I was in like spell check. Like I was in the end <laughs> yeah. stages of oh, it, yeah. and yeah. the computer shut down, and oh. I. I I, mean, I did cry, I but I almost lost it. And there was you know a, an IT lab that you could stop okay, in. Baby. The guy. No, he so he came in. He he retrieved my document. Oh, he turned no the computer kidding. back on. Retrieved my document, except. In between each word were a few characters that didn't belong there, uh, so I had to go through the entire document and erase them. Kath, I uh, I actually had a vivid memory yesterday of being in the computer lab and losing pages and pages of a document because I didn't save it. Yeah, right. So you're supposed to, to save like every paragraph. You would have, to, have to save. You would have yeah. to save. Did you use Word Perfect? Back in the day? Yeah, that sounds familiar. That I used so. WordPerfect. There was a, a, a WordStar was another one. And um, and th- then you, then they came up with the thing. It, it'll just do an automatic save every minute. Yeah. You could set the interv- intervals for your save. Now I, you know, um, with, with cloud technology and so on and so forth, I, I mean, it, it, it's the other end of the spectrum. Yeah. But at well, that and- time, it was uh, the, the amount of... F-ups, F-ups on massive, even in, in, in massive businesses, that was a thing that was just such a nightmare. And I, millions of dollars, I'm sure, were lost over lost documents. Steve, I remember using Google Docs for the first time, and I was like, so wh- I don't see a save button. Like, what right. Where do, What do I do here? And they were like, nothing. You just, just log out. Just close it. It's, it's saved. And I'm like, but are, I didn't hit save. Yeah. Like, are I'm you, still are you sure? Yeah, yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, are you yeah. promising me? Uh-huh. Here, cut you your palm. I'm going to cut my palm. Yeah. Rub our blood together. Uh-huh. <laughs> Swear. <laughs> All right, here's another hack from the 90s that just doesn't wash anymore. If the game, if the video game isn't working, just take it out and blow on it. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> there was dust in the cartridge, Preston. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
I remember Nintendo and, mainly, right? Mainly, oh, yeah, mainly yeah, Nintendo. Yeah. And I oh, know I'm getting so angry. People had different techniques as well. Like I would just blow across it like a harmonica. And then oh. uh, I had uh, I knew people that would only blow in the corners of it. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Sega was great because their their cartridges were a little bit smaller than the Nintendo cartridges. Mm-hmm. But you still had to do the same thing. If it wasn't working, you take it out, <laughs> put it back in. And you always in. thought this isn't going to work, and it would work. And a lot of times <laughs> yeah, it yeah, would yeah, work. Yeah. You're right. I don't know why. Here's another good one. This says uh, when you get a two-day rental from Blockbuster in the evening, you actually have until the morning of the third yes. day to return it without a late fee. <laughs> What's the worst leafy you ever got? Oh, I I can tell you that. So I was a a, um, uh, a, a you know a chronic renter. I've always when the, the ability to do that existed, I was renting films like crazy. I I paid in some cases three times what the cost of the what the movie was yeah. in, in late fees. We had like a the 30, worst is if it's a porn too. Yeah, we had like a thirty five dollar late fee for a movie called The Willies. It was a terrible movie as well. Yeah. Um, but, man, I, I was up like 60, 65, oh, 70 wow, no bucks. Kidding. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Friday night was, like, so special uh, when I was a kid because that was the night that we rented movies for the weekend. That was you us, know, too, We rented Keith. two yeah. movies. You yeah. Know? And going to the store uh-huh. and making your decision was kind of, it was an activity in and of itself. It's and like, it was kind of fun. It was absolutely fun. And then yeah. you'd have the, 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 whatever movie place you're using, was, was it Blockbuster or whatever. What was the other one? A West Coast video. West Coast. You get up to the register, Kathy, and they'd have these preset buckets with uh, popcorn kernels yep. and Twizzlers and stuff. It's like, oh, yeah, it's movie night. But and I remember going... Oh, sorry. Go what, what sucked is when the movie you wanted was gone. Well, yeah. That would that's suck. What oh, back to the porn. No, <laughs> that's what I was going to say, because then you would go up, because if they were they would get returned in the drop box, and yes. so you would, like, wait there for them to line them up on the counter, and sometimes uh-huh. the movie you wanted was up there. Yep. And you had to, like, pay to be a member of, the of like, West Coast Video. Did you yes, not? and like, Blockbuster. Okay. You had to pay? Yeah. There, you, there, there was, was, like, a fee. A, a small fee. Yeah, that. yeah. Okay. Uh, so we don't have to worry about that anymore. You can get whatever you want, whenever <laughs> you want. Uh, all right, how about this? When burning your next ripped Smash Mouth, Nirvana, or Alanis Morissette CD, make sure you close all the programs to avoid buffer underrun. <laughs> <laughs> buffering. Oh, it's my buffering. God. Um, it's buffering. Yeah. It'll, it'll be done in an hour and 20 minutes. I love this one. If you have a quick message for someone and you're near a pay phone but don't have 25 cents, oh, of course. call 1-800-COLLECT, and when it asks you to say your name, say the message real fast, like, Mom, practice is over. Come pick me up. <laughs> uh, so they would say, hello, you have a collect call from Mom, practice is over. Come pick me up. Uh, well, we would do that all the time. No kidding. That was ha- That's how I contacted my parents to pick me up from wherever I was. What was the uh, the, the, the great commercial? We had a baby, it's a boy. Uh, it's Mr. <laughs> we had a baby, it's a boy. <laughs> That one was awesome. But we had a calling card number uh, that we used often, and I um, I used to be able to remember that number because it was, I don't know, it was like a credit card number. It was really, really long. Who was the provider? Use... Do you remember? We had, Probably a, we had Bell, MCI. Maybe. Okay. Oh. MCI. So you would get the card, and you would use that calling card, and you could use it at any point, and, uh, you know, my dad would get the bill eventually. You know, what's funny is later on, speaking of, of phones and how far we've come uh, with communication in that regard, later on when I'm playing clips from uh, from my earlier broadcasting days, you'll hear me uh, saying phone numbers, just seven-digit phone numbers, no area code. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And just because that's all you had to dial. The area <laughs> yeah. code was not necessary. That still happens in rural areas. I was in upstate PA this past weekend. They were giving out 
seven-digit phone numbers. They didn't attach the area code to no it kidding. at all. So if, if you're in an area that doesn't have a ton of people, they'll just give you the Nick, seven numbers. Nick, I so reflexively, I type in the one, I type in the state code, I type <laughs> in the planet identification. <laughs> Listen, in some of the audio I'll have later on, if we play it, it's from the earliest days, and in, in my, my broadcast career began in as rural an area as you could get. Not only did we not give out the area code, we didn't even give out the prefix. We just gave you the last four digits. Oh, my, oh my God. Was it every, wow. Everybody had the same prefix? Everybody had the same oh, prefix. Wow. It was when I lived in Salem, Missouri, this podunk little armpit. Eddie, this message is for you. <laughs> but literally, it would be like, all right, the number's 4586. You know, and that was it. Oh, That's my God. That's all you'd give out. And then, then you'd call Clara on the line yeah. and say, Clara, can you ring? Can you ring it? House. I just sent a message on the radio and he's not calling in. Marissa? All of Delaware doesn't give away their area code. Yeah, because it's 302. All 302. Yep. Is it all? The entire state's 302. I was, I was down in Delaware last okay. week and every phone number everywhere. But also, another thing with that, too, uh, when we have interns here who are trying to call a number and they'll just say it won't work, I, I tell them dial one. And they look at me and they're like, why? I'm like, I don't know. You're just supposed to. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, at, uh, I, don't, I don't think I have to dial one at home because I have... Uh, you know, the internet, uh, I have my uh, phone going through the internet. Right, right, so right. I don't think you have to dial one anymore. I just do I just do all the time. Yeah. Uh, and I think I, and one of the settings in the iPhone, just automatic. I have it set to automatically put a one in front of every number. Okay. Uh, here's some hacks that, uh, that you don't have to do anymore. They're from the 90s. Keep a disposable camera <laughs> in your glove compartment because if you get into a car accident, you can use it to take oh, photos no, for your insurance purposes. Mm-hmm. I like that one. Yeah. That's a good one. The, yeah. the box camera. By the way, I told you guys I recently, and I spent a lot of money to have these developed. I found like 20 old disposable yeah. cameras that had been used up or partially used up. I'm like, you know what? There might be some gems in here. I'm going to go get these developed. Took them to CVS. Took like two weeks, and, and it was really expensive, and I got it all back. And there's like... Six salvageable <laughs> photos that aren't even anything. Apparently, these are cameras we just gave to our kids to go take pictures of whatever they wanted to. Oh, oh, really? It was a complete 100% waste of money. The pictures, most of them were just really, you know, like like solid red or green yeah, or, yeah, you know, yeah. the, 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 over time the film had deteriorated. Look it. It's a guy at the grassy knoll with a gun pointed at Kennedy. Yeah. Right. Now if you get a, if you take something or you want to get a picture printed it and it's not good quality like it alerts you are you sure you want to print this Oh really Yeah like if you yeah if you have some photos like on Shutterfly or something like that yeah. it'll say the quality is not great and do you still want to print it And then if you click yes it'll go all right Yeah um that was a big thing back in the 90s at weddings uh to put a disposable camera at every table so oh, yeah. that the patrons could also all the uh, time, pictures, all the yeah. time. Yeah, that was one of the great the little tchotchkes at everyone's table. Hang on, there's uh, some phone information here. I'm going to go to Jerry. Hi, Jerry. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Gadzooks. what's up, Jerry? Hey, but, uh, well, I'm old. I'm 60. And growing up outside of Newtown in Bucks County, when I was a kid, they used to uh, call it W O H two nine two eight or Worthington 8. Yeah, so we were instead of saying five four three in my uh, neck of the woods, we would say KI three. Yeah, my aunt Mary is OL nine. Oh, Why? Wow. Because of the the letter that corresponds on the phone. Yeah. Yep. But you have three yeah. letters that you can choose from that would determine. I, but but you just did it am- amongst your family, or everybody did it. Oh, no, everybody did it. No yeah. Kid. Yeah. So it was okay. like five four three KI three. But it, to me, I mean, now it makes no sense because five four three is easier I to agree, remember. Mom. 
yeah. than KI3. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Thanks, Jerry. Appreciate it, man. You got it. All right. Have a good one. Uh, hang on a second. Let me go to JC. Hi, JC. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. Hey, what's up, bud? Hey, um, yeah. Uh, back in the day, back in like the 90s, mm-hmm. all of my friends had what they called was a, a dialer, which was just like a little electronic thing that would, uh, it would remember numbers and yeah. you put it on the phone and it would dial out. But if you, if you were to like solder a resistor on one wire, and like put it back together, it would make the signals the phone makes when you put a quarter in the phone. So you could just keep you keep it in your pocket when you had to make a phone call. So you so could only work on like Bell telephones. <laughs> you could you you could you, you could use it on you could use it on payphones. You could use it on payphones. You put yeah. up the payphone and press the button, and it would yeah. make the signal of the money going into the phone, and you'd get free calls. All right, so that JC, tone. all the time. Yeah, JC, so, what we would do is uh, if you had a paperclip. And there was a little hole right below the zero on the payphone. If you put the paperclip one end of it in, in that hole and the other end of it into the speaking part of the phone, yeah, it was. It, that, I don't know why that worked. People, it did work. It did work. And, and then could, if you pushed hard enough, pudding would come out. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the pudding, pudding option. No, <laughs> I pudding option. The pudding no, trick. Thanks, I think that was something that, that that's, that's pe- funny. maintenance people who worked on the phone were aware of, and somehow that information got out. Do you remember making? A long distance call on a payphone and having to have a huge pocket full of change with you. Oh yeah, I only oh, did yeah. it a couple of times, yeah, yeah. but you like it seemed like every thirty seconds they were telling you put more yeah. money in the phone. You just ah, hang on a second, ding, ah. ding ding ding, stick quarters in there. All right, and you got three more minutes to go. But it seemed I, I remember doing that a couple times, and what a colossal pain in the ass that things was. have gotten so much better. Uh, I remember being away on vacation in Montauk, and they had uh, payphones outside of the motel that we stayed at, and we would call back home to you know family who was who was not with us but it had a phone number on it so we would use the money and it was so it was long distance we were in new york we would call back to pennsylvania and uh so we would give them the phone number on the payphone and they were able to call back the payphone so oh, we didn't have smart. to use all our change hang on i want to go back to a map questing john's been on hold for a long time hey john what's up bud big brown guatemala <laughs> getting sucked down by all sorts of pickles what's up john Hey, uh, when I was in college, one of my buddies was driving up from Philadelphia to uh, just outside of New York City in Hoboken. And this is before the GPS. He didn't have a printer and everything like that. And I had to get on MapQuest or like some other website that was a a driving website. And I was his GPS as he's driving up on the phone to try to get him up 95 and then off and through Jersey City and into Hoboken trying to figure out where he's at on the highway and asking him all sorts of questions just to get him into the actual town that I was in. So there you are, to turn by turn, you're the voice of the GPS on the phone. I am the you're voice now of the in GPS Hugh on the phone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, yep. and, and did you stay on for a long time with him? Oh, I was on the phone for about half an hour. I had to plug it back in because my phone was losing charge the whole time. Mm-hmm. And it didn't help because I'm trying to figure out where he's at on 95, and the whole time he had an apple that he was token out of. That's funny. All right, thanks, John. Appreciate it. Thanks. Hang on a second. Let, let me go to this call. Casey says his dad, i got to see if this is true or not. Hey, uh, Casey, good morning. Good morning. All right, so your dad invented something? So my father worked for the telephone company back starting in the 50s. Okay. Through the 50s and early 60s to make a long-distance phone call, you had to call the operator and tell them the area code that you wanted to call. Okay. So he worked on a project called COEs, the Computer-Operated Electronic Switching System. 
it allowed to use one to access the same system that you used to have to get the live operator to access. Okay, so so, you, so your dad was worked on, worked on that system to give us the ability to just dial one instead of dialing the operator to make a long-distance call. Yes, my father invented one. He invented that? My dad invented one. Wow, that's, that is actually pretty cool. He must be a billionaire. No, you just, you, when you work for a company like that, you just get your paycheck. Yeah, especially and back then. When they programmed this stuff, they did it on punch cards. Right. So they could do like 5,000 lines of code then run it and fix all the mistakes, then do some more code, put it all together, run it, fix the mistakes. And it took them years. It's amazing. I am fascinated by emerging technology like that, the the origins of things like that. The punch codes. The amount of work and time that had to had to be, you know, used up in order to create things like that and the ingenuity of trying and trying and failing and failing and failing. Yeah. And eventually figuring out a way to do it. Something as simple as as taking for granted which we just which we don't even do anymore right, now. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hitting the number one to make a, a phone call and bypassing actually calling the operator and having them move the wires around and, and hook you up. That's, that's pretty right. That's pretty cool, Casey. Yeah. Is, your, is your dad still with us or is he passed? Yeah, he, he passed a long time ago, but he actually got his first job with the phone company when he was 24 years old collecting nickels out of phone booths and oh. just worked his way up through the company. Tell me on his tombstone is the number one. <laughs> number right? one dad. Number one dad. <laughs> that's awesome. Because it's Casey, true. Yeah. That's a really cool story. Thanks for sharing, man. Sure. Have All a right. good day. All right. Uh, Nick, you were going to say? Yeah, so uh, going back to remembering things, when uh, was it? It Was it late, 80, or late 90s or early 2000s where you had to um, pay attention to the time where you would use your cell phone to make the phone calls? Because if you could make oh, yeah, free phone seven. calls after 9 p.m., but before that, you had to be really aware of the number of minutes you were using. That was definitely in, I, I, that had to have been in the aughts because okay. I probably didn't have a cell phone until close to the aughts. I think I got my first cell phone in 99 or 2000, something like that. But, you, yeah, I mean, you could call all your friends and, and anybody you wanted after 9 p.m. without worrying about the minutes at all. Well. I took a landline and just cut the wires off, and uh, <laughs> hey, it, it seemed kind of cool. Speaking of phones, uh, here's an, another interesting hack from the 90s that doesn't work anymore. Let's say you live at home with your parents. Right. You're, you're waiting for a phone call you know, at night from your boyfriend, your girlfriend, whoever it may be. You don't want your parents to hear the phone ring. Right. Here's a little trick, and I never knew this. Call the movie theater and listen to today's listings until call waiting beeps. Oh, my God. And you just go to the other line, and you don't have That's to. The great phone idea. never rings in the house. That's a great idea. Yeah, my great. Um, my neighbor growing up, his uh, he was effing up all the time, and get he had a phone in his room, and uh, he he got what the parents in their bedroom got one of those business like line phones with the little the buttons on the bottom that yeah. would light up different lines specifically yeah. to bust his ass. Oh man, yeah. yeah. Do you remember, and this goes pre, I know we're mainly talking about the 90s, but uh, calling time and temperature out of boredom. <laughs> sure. Yeah. 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 You'd, you'd call the bank, or whatever it was. I want to hear a, someone. Yeah. Or there was yes. a standard time and temperature, 
And as a kid, I would just call Sorry, it. Sorry, we have to move on. I didn't, I didn't need to know what time it was. I didn't need to know what the temperature was, but I just felt like calling time temperature. You know, yeah. around, it was time one, two, three around here. Right. Right? Okay. Do yeah. you guys remember how long your phone cord was in the kitchen? Yes. I, super long. Right. Yeah. You could stretch on. You, yes. you could go from the kitchen all the way down the hall to the front door. Yep. It was pretty awesome. And it was a princess phone, too. Uh, let's see here. How about... We'll do a couple more of these. We're going to have to take a break in just a second. Um... Uh, of course, it mentions Star 69. If you've got a prank call, just call Star 69. But I think if you if you hit Star 67 beforehand, you can do it a block with, your number, block right? Block your number, yeah. Does, uh, does Star 69 still work? Yeah. No, it uh, was. Well, I don't know why I said yeah, but Star 67 still works. Why did I say yeah? <laughs> uh, how about this? Another hack. When leaving your car... Hide your radio. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was the big deal. You would unhook your radio some, sometimes, and then if you were really cool, you had just a faceplate. The face. Off. When right. Once they made just the face that you right. could take off, that was a game changer because you could stick that in your pocket. Right. Otherwise, you had this thing that was about the size of a purse. Like the, in, in a McGruber, he has his blow punch with the uh, <laughs> the handle that he pulls out. Uh, which you'd have to carry around for a little while. Dude, I remember borrowing my buddy's car in college, and he had a six-disc changer in the trunk of his car. <laughs> oh, Fancy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When I borrowed that. I was like, okay, man, I'm taking Blues Traveler. What else am I going to take? Alanis Morissette. Alanis Morissette. I got my, my Stone Temple Pilots. Uh, well, I tell you what, let's uh, well, let's post this list because there's a lot of them on here. I think yeah. there's uh, there's at least 30 or so uh, hacks from the 90s that are pretty much useless today, but it's a, it's a fun little walk down memory lane, so we'll send this article. It's over from uh, Board Panda. Uh, to uh, Marissa, but uh, I thought that was uh, some cool stuff. It is cool, yeah, yeah. All right, um, let's take a quick break and come back in a moment. A few things going on uh, today. It is uh, National Donut Day. Yeah! In a little bit, I'll have a chance for you to win a $50 gift card from Dunkin'. Stay with us. I'm not giving away right now, but if you happen to be going by Dunkin' today, you can get a free donut with a beverage purchase. We just drank some Dunkachino. We haven't had Dunkachino in months, and not because of the uh, COVID-19 outbreak. It's because of the Cowper 19 outbreak. <laughs> Cowper 19. And we never got our Dunkin' Cheetos. Guaranteed to make you sick. But they. There's <laughs> <laughs> a higher infective rate with Cowper 19 than. I'll, I'll always make you sick. But they they uh, they brought us some, uh, thank goodness, some uh, Dunkachino. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. We'll get into the bizarre file. Make sure you stay with us. Oh, and Great Valley High School in Malvern, PA. You guys need to tell us who the coolest teacher of the year has been. Text the word teacher to 39333. You got the weekend for that. We'll be right back. While we wait and wait for live concerts to return, MMR is raiding the video wing of the MM Archives to present MMR's Dream Stream Concert Series. The best up-close and personal performances and interviews from the Preston and Steve studio. Great song. It's the Struts on 93.3 WMMR. Pierre presents from Ardmore Music Hall. Tell them the name of the song. Wish I knew you. If you didn't know. And Studio 4F. Joining us in studio, Mr. Kenny Wayne Shepherd. How you doing? Updated twice weekly at WMMR.com and stream directly to the best seat in the house, your couch. MMR's Dream Stream Concert Series. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Got some stories in the form of the bizarre file for you. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's bizarre, bizarre file. Hello. 
And it's brought to you by A.D. Moyer Lumber. All locations remain open to provide your building material and hardware needs and are focused on customer and staff safety. Call or email ahead for curbside pickup or delivery, and you can find them at admoyer.com. A Staunton man is facing charges including attempted poisoning after he allegedly urinated in almond milk at a stop-and-shop last Tuesday. You know, I don't like almond milk, so a little urine might help it. <laughs> is this is this Staunton, Virginia? Uh, I'm assuming. I don't really know, Nick. Well, my brother lives there with his family, and I wonder if he saw this story. Uh, or if he know. peed in almond milk. Yeah. Or that. Uh, <laughs> does he also go by Billy J. Smith? Uh, yes, he does. Oh, then that's our guy. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Along with the poisoning. He also pooped in the hummus. Poisoning charge. Billy J. Smith is being charged with disorderly conduct and vandalizing property. Authorities recovered several containers of almond milk and buy juice drinks from the store. It's my thing. Those were sent off to a lab to check for fingerprints while a container of almond milk was being sent away for urine analysis. The loss prevention worker at the stop and shop approached a uh, police officer working a detail there. The employee asked the officer if he could obtain the license plate number of a vehicle operated by a man who had just left the store. The officer was able to do so, and the loss prevention worker returned just as the vehicle drove away. He told the police officer, hey, I think he peed in some milk. (laughs) (laughs) Could you be more specific? He said, when I asked the worker to explain further, he stated to the effect that, quote, the suspect had urinated into a container of almond milk, and it was still warm to the touch. Oh! At least chill your piss. Now, the worker poured out some of the milk, and the officer said it looked like almond milk. Uh, <laughs> it tastes like it. No. <laughs> uh, the officer noted that he watched the surveillance footage and said the suspect appeared to be holding items near his groin area in a hidden manner and looking around as if to make sure no one was around. The report said uh, he then appeared to place the items uh, carefully back on the shelves toward the back behind other items. You see there's piss in this. Let me see. Yeah, yeah, there is. <laughs> the Smith was arrested the following day. He said that uh, he was at the supermarket the day before and bought oatmeal, but said he didn't urinate in the milk. Uh, Smith pleaded not guilty of the charges. By the way, with him, you know, it says here he uh, appeared to be holding items near his groin in a hidden manner. Um, the other day, uh, I needed to put air in my daughter's bike tires. Yes. Our pump had broken, so I, from my neighbor Steve, I borrowed uh, a pump, and he had this... It's a hand pump. It's just... How do those a, work? It's really small. Yeah. And you, you do a motion that goes in and out oh, like this. okay. So I realize I have my back to the street, uh, oh bent God. over oh my, my daughter's bike, yeah, yeah. and I'm pumping this thing like this. And it looked like I was rubbing one out furiously. Wow. As people were driving and walking by and riding their bikes. So, yeah. Preston's really whacking it today. And I got that reputation in the neighborhood. You know, on another planet, he goes by the name Nutsack. It's true. A porn star has been arrested on manslaughter charges following a man's death during a mystic ritual in which he inhaled psychedelic toad venom, Spanish police said on Wednesday. Uh, what? Uh, Nacho Vidal was detained last week in connection with the death of a man in uh, July of last year. Identified the victim as uh, fashion photographer Jose Luis Abad. The police operation began following the victim's death during the celebration of a mystic ritual based on the inhalation of venom of the Bufo alvarius toad. Alvarius toad. Um, the toad, a rare species which is a native of the uh, Sonoran Desert, stretching from northern Mexico into California and Arizona, secretes venom containing a very powerful natural psychedelic substance so, known as 5-MeO-DMT. So people use it for that hallucinogenic... 
yes. effect, right? Its effects have been compared to uh, Ayaho- uh, house- ayahuasca. Ha- ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. Okay. Mm-hmm. Powerful hallucinogenic concoction from the Amazon consumed as part of a shamanic ritual. Shamanic. Uh, following an 11-month-old inquiry, police arrested Vidal, one of his relatives, an employee on suspicion of manslaughter and crimes against public health. Investigators wow. said that they had discovered such rituals were being carried out regularly on grounds they offered medicinal benefits. Uh, but in reality, they said it's apparently... Uh, this apparently harmless ancestral ritual posed a serious health risk, luring people who were easily influenced, vulnerable, or who were seeking help for illness or addictions using alternative methods. You've had stories like this over methods. the years of people like uh, the, like the frog licking and stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, this yeah. essentially yeah. that's what yeah, this that's what is. Doing, yeah. uh, the ceremony took place in the country residence of Vidal, who is a media savvy porn star in his mid forties, <laughs> whose Twitter feed is full of ads for his twenty five centimeter aromatic candles of the male genitalia. Available in black, white, and cerise. Oh, so well, not only can you get the toad stuff, you can get your your penis candles. <laughs> uh, okay, listen to this. The Niagara, Niagara Falls, New York. The yes. Niagara County Health Department is searching for two baby raccoons after officials say a Niagara Falls resident was handing them out to people outside a 7-Eleven over the weekend. What? The health department they're so says, much. They're so far ahead of us up there. The health department says that a total of nine baby raccoons were handed out. Seven of them have already been recovered. But Where's officials, my raccoon? Officials are searching for the last. Well, you go over by the 7-Eleven. Yeah, they fell over there. It's got, it's got a whole bucket of them. Uh, so uh, they said the, uh, they're looking for the last two over concerns that they could potentially be rabid. Uh, possessing a raccoon well, is... Are they raccoons or are they rabbits? Uh, no, rabid. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Possessing a raccoon is illegal unless uh, you are licensed, a licensed rehabilitator, and uh, coming into contact with a raccoon presents a potential rabies hazard to people. They're also looking for a rabid dog in the area, too, so they got all kinds of problems. Man, Niagara is hopping. And then one last story. A man living in India recently told local press that he noticed baby snakes inside of his home. He opened up his air conditioning unit and found about 40 of them what? slithering around inside of 40 it. 40 baby snakes inside the air conditioning unit. That is correct, yeah. Do they have an Indian version of Horizon? Uh, I don't know, but yeah. they should call him. The man identified only as Sarandanand uh, made the discovery on Monday night. Uh, after spotting a snake on the floor of his bedroom, he was able to extract the snakes from the air conditioner and release them into a nearby wooded area. I would have burned down the house and found another place. 40 snakes. Wow. All right, and there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you right now. All right, we're going to take a break. When we return, I'm going to expose myself. Yes. I'm going to pull my underwear down and oh shake it in the God, breeze. I'm glad I'm not there. Uh, no, I'm going to. I have found, uh, while well, I was just doing some stuff in my basement, I, I stumbled across uh, some old, what we call in the business, air checks, which are you recording yourself as a DJ live on the air. And I also found what was my demo. This is me thinking that this is the best stuff that I had that you send out to program directors to, you know, find a job. This is this is what you're sending. You th- you always you want to reach that point with these demos where you think, this is what I am. Exactly. <laughs> oh, wait till you hear what I was. <laughs> this is in the height All right. of my... my are it's, you nervous? It's so, yeah. No, I'm not nervous. I listened to it yesterday, and I'm just going, oh, you guys are going oh, to bury me. Mm. Is it like, was, like, are you cringing? Oh, yes. Uh, okay. Oh, my God. Oh, How can you... Sorry. Listen, you take... Look at the amount of years that have passed, and, and the laughably we're considered professional at, at what we do here. Uh-huh. It, 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 we have a... It, there has been a quantum progression in our abilities. Uh-huh. Anything from the, that time period... 
if you're not embarrassed by it, I don't know. You're, you're, you're not being honest. Has anyone heard any of this? No. Casey heard just a little sliver of it. Just yesterday. a little snippet. Okay, uh, but yep. it's you know the the Pierre. Hey everybody, it's good to have you on the <laughs> yeah. Bob Bots. It's like that. Okay. Okay. All right. So we're I'm we're gonna, hey everybody, it's good to have you on the Bob Bots. Are you saying that's better than what you you have? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, we'll we'll take a break. We'll come back, and I I will reveal myself for all for for your pleasure. I'm doing this for you. We'll come back in a moment. Stay with us. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on the MMR mobile app. Are you ready for love and ready to get engaged? Then visit Steven Singer Jewelers at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only or online at IHateStevenSinger.com. If you're looking to celebrate someone, simply say I love you or honor mom. Steven Singer has safe and free shipping in time for Mother's Day. IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, before I uh, reveal some of this uh, audio from the past, uh, there's there's an email I want to read. I love this. Okay, so I got this from a listener in Illinois. He lives in Sugar Grove, Illinois. His name is John Burkos, and he said, Hey, Preston Gadzook, so funny story for you and the gang. My wife and I run a horse stable just outside of Chicago, and we just had one of the mares give birth to a baby filly. Uh, we kind of had a little contest between everyone at the barn to submit a name. And since it was this particular mare's second baby, we were going to have the name start with the letter B since last year's baby started with the letter A. And so far, uh, the leading name is Bella. I wasn't planning on participating in the name challenge until they asked me to, and I couldn't think of anything. And then I made the mistake of blurting out, Bajmir. <laughs> and everybody's like, oh, well, that's an interesting name. Oh, no. uh, what does it mean? No. And I refused to explain. I just said, I, I think I heard it on the radio a while back or something like that. But they're actually considering Bajmir. Why? Because it's unique and different. Oh and he God. says, I should have just gone along with Bella. No, you shouldn't have. Yeah, no. It's brilliant. Bajmir is great because it does sound very exotic. That must yeah. be, maybe Bajmir. that's a Hindu name or yeah. something, Bajmir. Bajmir. But uh, we all know it's rim job. Rim job. <laughs> backwards. Yes, I'm rim sorry. Rim job. <laughs> Bajmir is rim job backwards. That's how we got rim that, job. that recording of me saying that. Rim job. Uh, so please, with, with, if you have any influence at all, John, make sure. That that filly is named Bajmir. Okay. And uh, is it just a regular at a regular horse uh, facility? Are they raising horses for racing? Yeah, they, they run a horse stable, so okay. I, I don't know. Could you, you imagine know. a Triple Crown winner? Bajmir. It would fit right in with oh all the other weird god. names of horses, man. Yeah. Oh, my God. Rim job. Rim job. Rim job. <laughs> Rim job. I got Lang. All right. So the other day I was in my basement I was looking around for some stuff and I came across in the unfinished side where we keep all just storage things that we're just keeping and I came across by the way Steve I came across cases of uh, air checks and air checks by the way is a term that we use in the industry for when you record your show just portions of it uh, to listen to and critique and maybe use as a demo if you want to get another job or something like that it's a standard procedure in, in, uh, in radio and broadcasting having air check so, and by the way, I have hundreds from the Preston, Marilyn, and Steve days. Really? And, and the early, oh, and, that's and the early awesome. days of the Preston and Steve show. I'll, I'll, I'll share a picture later on of how many cassettes there are. It's ridiculous. So I don't have a cassette player at home. 
uh, and I was sifting through this uh, the, the 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 cassettes that I found, and I I did indeed just out of curiosity. I started looking around and seeing if I could find some really old ones of myself, and sure enough, I did. In fact, I found my demo, and this had to have been probably. Well, the music should be able to tell by what what songs were new at that time, and we'll check because I do. There's a I do a count. I did a countdown show. It was when I was doing nights at this radio station in Jefferson City, Missouri. So what we Y one oh seven, and it was a what, what's the term is a CHR contemporary hit radio, top forty radio essentially. Your first on air gig? No, second on air. Second on air gig. And so my first on air gig, I actually have audio of that is completely different. That was from. When I was doing like the fishing reports and the high school uh, high school lunches, and right. Things like Salem, that. right? That was in Salem, the tiny itty bitty little town. I'll play some of that all later right, on. All right, all right. But this is this is Kenny Knight and my most Kenny Knightiest, and and this was when I was starting in CHR, and I felt the need to really. Sell it hard. And explain what CHR again is for people. Contemporary hit radio, top yeah. 40 radio. And where did the name Kenny Knight come from? Uh, so it, I, I, I. It was got, given to you, wasn't it? Well, kind of, sort of. Yeah. I, um, I, I started uh, doing weekend work and. And uh, my uh, my boss at the time, uh, Action Jackson, as this guy that would talk like this. What's up, Kenny? Yeah. Where'd you get that hat, Kenny? Uh, yeah, so it was uh, Bobby Jackson, Bobby Action Jackson. Oh, my God. And he, uh, he's like looking at me. He's like, yeah, we, you know, I don't like the name Preston. We, you know, uh, you need to come up with something <laughs> I don't like else. your name. Yeah. He was like, he was that kind of yeah, guy, yeah, too. Yeah. So I came up with a list of names, and I just, Kenny Knight just fell in there. I don't know where I got it from. Okay, all right. Maybe, I might have gotten the Kenny from Kenny G. And then Knight was, there was a jock in St. Louis named Chris Knight that I always liked. And so I think I put those two together. And he's like, I've right, never had Kenny before. Let's see, you're, you're Kenny Knight. I'm like, okay. See, this guy sounds like a prize. And I didn't care. I just wanted to get on the radio. Of course. You, you can call me whatever. You can call me Nutsack. Nutsack. And I'd be on the radio. Kenny Nutsack with you. Um, all right. So. Music was, is like the wrinkles in your nuts. I was listening to this yesterday. You know. This is your demo we're going to oh, hear? Jesus. I was a screamer, man. Okay. <laughs> Should I just play it? Yes. Okay. So here we go. This is, you've heard, you've heard of Kenny Knight, and you've heard my broadcasting can you play a, a clip of me in broadcasting school, yeah, Steve? Yeah, so here's, here's... This is me before. Right. Uh, this is That's me. the latest news. Let's get on to the latest rock. <laughs> this cat really knows how to play guitar. Right. Those are the best-tasting little morsels I have ever had in my life. I am feeling good, and I hope you are, too. Okay. So, you ready? Yeah. Yes. This is me once. I've, I've gotten a gig. I've been established. I'm the night jock, man. Yeah, man. All right, here we go. Kenny Knight. Kenny Knight plays the hit seven hits in a row on All Hit Y107. All Hit Y107 with the hits you want to hear. Kenny Knight slamming seven strong songs in a row. Wanna... She oh doesn't even sound no. like you. I was like, who is this guy? Yeah. <laughs> it's not that bad yet. No, it's, it's the, the quality. Listen, right, he me... is doing exactly what you would do in that format Let's... at that time, but... Let's... 
Sounds nothing like you. Let's keep going. Mind you. So listen for the touchstone this hour. If you're the seventh caller, oh, you could win a pair of tickets to see Warren, Trickster, and Firehouse in concert at the Lake Expo Music Park in Osage Beach. Osage Beach. That's right. That's uh, Lake of the Ozarks where they film Ozark. Some bad touchstones to win this hour from Y107. All hit Y107. If you want to be pumping it up and living large, it's your next bash. Living large. Yeah. We were living large. Back in the days of New Jack. City and everything. <laughs> so at that time, would you would you write down your? Because um, you have to be very efficient in that format. You have yeah, to be. That's what I was just going to say. We're, this is all live, right? Oh yeah, yeah. You're yeah, not yeah. stuttering. You're not saying. I'm like, I, so far, I'm impressed. Oh well, I'm not making mistakes. This is this is my demo. I mean, yeah. I, I oh, took this was your, okay. Yeah, okay. I took oh, breaks. Oh. I took breaks that, that were good. That, yeah, yeah. That, that I wasn't making it, mistakes it, in. But of course, <laughs> I was talking like this. <laughs> I was screaming my head off in every break. All right, here we go. You better hire your favorite Y107 disc jockey to bring the hits to you. If you'd like more information on that, just call 893 regular business hours, and we'll set you up. Here's a new one from Whitney Houston. My name is not Susan on all hit Y107. Find out. Find out when my name is not Susan yeah. came out. Whitney Houston, my name is not Susan. I'm Susan. Kenny Knight with you. I'll bet this is 1991, how, probably. How long have you been? So 92, just maybe. One year? One year? Two years in radio? Three years? If it was 92, I started my first day on the radio was January 2nd, 1990. Huh. Uh, that's when my first official paid day as a disc jockey was. Were you a part-timer or, or full-time? I started uh, full-time. So wow. 1991 is when uh, the single uh, okay. that came out. So I was a year in. All right. Were you popular on that station? I have no idea. You don't remember. Okay. Don't you did not want to ask. You never want to ask. Well, I don't. I, I Listen, I get it. I understand the whole voice thing and the. But, like, <laughs> I don't think it's bad. No, ooh, it's ooh. not. It's, that, that's, that's what those stations. That's what, what they want. That's what they sound like. And Kathy also, as he said, it's a demo. He's putting the best foot forward yeah. because you're not going to you're not gonna include your worst. It's right. just so pukey, Kathy. It's, it's very pukey. pukey yeah. That's what I meant yeah. by ooh, ooh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, baby. Kenny Knight the PM, and I'm taking your votes for the top 10 to 9. 25 digits for the dial in. 893 I'll bet I hit the post on this. Listen, yeah. hitting the post is when you walk right up to the lyrics. It's hey, critical. Here we go. Digits for the dial in. And, and listen, we were listening to stuff on this show of us just 2015 and how much my voice seemed higher. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, all those stations, all those CHR stations, and some still do it, 
They love that sound in the back. They love that big ballsy Phil Spector Wallace sound. Yeah, we had reverb on the yeah, on the, the mix. Processing, yeah. Yep. Uh, no, but I mean just like full on you could hear yourself your echo when you're, oh my. <laughs> when you're on the mic. It was ridiculous. Hey, testing one, two, three. Echo. From Y one oh seven. Oh, Ken Y one oh seven, Missouri's number one hit music station. And a good evening to you, Kenny Knight. Oh, and the... wait a minute. Oh. Here, did you hear how far down I went on station? Yeah. All right. Missouri's number one hit music station. And a good evening to you, Kenny Knight. Hey, are you doing this? Are you doing this kind of thing? I, I had a little show. Yeah, I like how station. Feels so good music to get you up in the morning, get you on your day. He's <laughs> number one hit music station. And a good evening to you, Kenny Knight. And the PM want to remind you. To be listening for the Touchstone this hour, to be the seventh caller and win a pair of tickets to see Warrant, Trickster, and Firehouse in concert. It's coming up. That was, you know, that was whip appeal from Babyface. I remember that song. <laughs> you know, though, to Kathy's point, you are, uh, you are uh, very efficient, hitting all the right things. That's what you would be expected to do. Oh, yeah. And you were the overnight? No, that was nights. Nights. I was, I was the flamethrowing night guy that at that Kenny point. Nights. I worked. I worked every every shift on the clock, and I, I think I started. I started in overnights, and then I did. Uh, we had late nights as well. There was like a ten to two shift. Do you know I've I've only done mornings. Okay. Yeah. No, I've worked. Yeah. I worked every. I've worked every bit of that clock, man. Here we go. What up? Why one oh seven? Yo, who is this? This is Angie Burris. Angie, where are you calling from? Columbia. Angie, you're gonna go see Warren Trickster in Firehouse. You're calling number seven. <laughs> <laughs> and she's religious too. What's your favorite radio station? Andy? Okay, Y107. Okay, Y107 sending out congrats to Doug Smith. That's Amy Grant. Why, in the background. why was she oh. religious too? Uh, just I was making a veiled reference that she was like, "Oh my God," you know, "Oh, oh my Godding." So I don't know. Nick, I just was looking for things to say. <laughs> She's religious too. So closely, you're screwing my jive. Yeah. Yeah. Y one oh seven sending out congrats to Doug Smith. The break time in Fulton. Now the money man caught him listening to Y one oh seven at work and cheat out big moolah. You could be next. Moolah. moolah. Oh, you, moolah. You, you do have a little bit of this. Uh, this. Uh, oh yeah. This is going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, only every now and then. Right. Not, yeah. uh, not every time, but I would throw that in there. Just listen to Y one oh seven. Work and win cash. Here's the latest from Amy Grant on Y107. Missouri's most listened to countdown. Oh, here we go. Okay, so this is this is the top ten at nine. This is the big countdown part of the evening. A, uh, uh, the big dog came up with this, right? A standard. It's a standard. Yeah, it's a, you know, standard thing was to do a a, a, a list. End of the sorts. day countdown with the biggest hits of the day. So here's uh, here's me cranking it up. Uh, you know, you get, you got to get everybody yeah. hyped up for the for the the countdown. Missouri's most listened to countdown. The top ten at nine. KTXY, Jefferson City, Columbia, Lake of the Ozarks. All hit Y one oh seven. You know it, don't you know it? All hit Y one oh. You hear what I did? I faded up the mic. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you know it? Yeah, I'd be like, you know. <laughs> you, bring the, you bring the fader up and down. It would do an effect like this. So, all right, anyhow. Here we go. Hit Y107. Don't you know it? Don't you know it? All hit Y107 time once again for the top ten. And I ready to pump it up your night time. Hit music slave. You're doing it right with Kenny Knight. Are you doing it right with Kenny Knight? That's your face. We'll be doing it right with Kenny Knight. I like that. You had to rhyme every now and then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I need help. Guest DJs, call me. 893-4161 from Jeff City if you're in Columbia. Down here, 442 You can call toll-free at 1-800-289-Y107. I want some, some hot guest DJs this evening. We got chances for you to win tonight. All kinds of hot hit music. The top ten most requested songs of the night. Our guest DJ already on the telephone. Yo, baby, what is happening? Yo, baby. Yo, baby. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. Um, 
So the, the demo was what was the, the main demo? Um, girl, it was it, it was a younger girls or what was the main? Oh yeah, it was female. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. That was the that was the target demographic right. was uh, was. Uh, 18 to 24-year-old females. Okay. So you referenced um, uh, Columbia a couple times. That's where University of Missouri is, right? Yeah, Columbia, Missouri. It was like um, maybe a 40-minute drive uh, yeah, okay. from, from Jeff City. So it was a, you know, we, we would cater to the, the to the college crowd as Hyper well. Hyper-focus, so, yeah. That's what um, you do. And it was great, man, because I'd go to Columbia all the time. Did not want to stay in Jefferson City. <laughs> uh, how, how is it, if I may ask, because you're, you're on a show that's appealing to that demo, I mean, and you were single at the time. Were you taking uh, liberties? I took advantage. <laughs> But at the, at this time, I had a girlfriend. Oh, and, right. and, and but it's important. I'm glad you asked that because hey, hey, she smells like burned rubber. Baby. No, rubber. <laughs> <laughs> you get down to that snatchy old snatch. It smells like NASCAR oh, every night. God. Gotta tell you, unpleasant in every way you can possibly imagine. This is Belle Biv DeVoe. <laughs> We probably would have been playing BBD back then. No, uh, at the time I was dating a girl named Anna. Anna was uh, uh, this awesome gal, Filipino, really fun. She ended up having a radio career too. In fact, she works in radio in uh, Seattle now. Really? Um, yeah. So, but I'm glad you asked about the, the the girlfriend thing because this first phone caller on the phone owns that I take here is actually Anna, my girlfriend at the time's roommate. That I had called up and said, "Hey, I need some. Can you do this for me?" Oh, because that happens a in lot in top forty radio specifically. Yeah. You do canned phone calls. You you ask people that you know to pretend to to react to something, or they'll and then you record. If this it, is you, tearing your world down. This is this has been a staple for since radio was radio. Oh yeah, absolutely. So so I'd call her up and say, "Hey, can you intro this song?" And she would record it, and then I would do the phone thing live <laughs> and then I'd hit that we had real to real machine yeah. in the studio and you would hit play when you hey who's this on my phones bang and then you'd hit it <laughs> and then the, the the bit would play so this is it. hey Kenny we're jamming this is Mary in Columbia I got the number 10 song love is a wonderful thing by Michael Bolton jamming on Y107 we are jamming number 10 oh yeah I'll get Y107 jamming to the top 10 and 9 with Kenny Knight on the let's think of they're jamming in there do you know who you times. sound like who Matt Ritter. Matt Ritter? Play that. Can you... What, you just have that tonal quality. Oh, yeah, Y107 jamming to the top 10 and 9 with Kenny Knight on the Fresh FM. I, I know what you're talking about. So we got yeah. somebody on the phone tonight that's feeling kind of psycho. Hey, say hi. Hello, boy. This is Mother Bates. I was told to call in to be on this show tonight. I'd like to introduce number four. Shiny Happy People by R.E.M. By the way, that was our assistant program director. <laughs> was that an ongoing character, Mother Bates? That was Steve the Colonel Austin, <laughs> our our assistant program director. Can you and he, he used he used to, yeah he used to do this this uh, Mrs. Bates of Psycho uh, from the movie Psycho okay. uh, impression that I thought was really funny. He used I to love crack Mrs. me up. Bates. Oh yeah, he used to say it. he used to walk you know he he would say it and I would laugh and and uh, and so it was kind of our thing. So I probably said, hey dude, why don't you do why don't we do this? I think this will be yeah. really funny. Four, the shiny happy people by R E M on this radio station Y one oh seven. No, I mean, come here, put me by the window, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and so that's it for the for the air check, and then then you have me doing production. All right. So if you did production, you would add some of this onto your demo as well. Sure, so this sure. is me doing a promo. 
And then we'll we'll stop this madness. And I have some other clips I can bring okay. All hit Y107. Here's another way. That's Mr. Announcer, Preston Voice. To win cash from the Fresh FM. Beginning Monday, listen for your chance to play high-low. It's easy to win. Just tell us the exact amount in dollars and cents in the Y107 high-low jackpot, and you win it in cash. Well, you now, know, by the way, Casey and, and everybody here in radio, that was, uh, that was me, you know, slicing and dicing, literally taking mm-hmm. a... Razor blade to a reel, reel tape. You yeah. take the tape off of the blade. You put it on the editing deck. You cut it you know, with a razor blade. You take it to you had marked it with a what they call a china marker. Yeah, yeah. And then you find another spot, and then you cut that, and then you take two pieces, take a little piece of tape, and you put it on there, and you tape it together. And, and I know it well because so all, sound all, effects, music, all that stuff, you and, did it too. And you had to do you had to jump from deck to deck to add layers yep, on. Yep. And as, every time you did it, you would add hiss. Yeah. And so yes. that's why the processing had to be done in such a way to suppress that hiss. And if you messed up. You, you had to start all, all over, over again. Yeah. No undo. Nope. No stored in the cloud. Right. That was it. You also, you could either slice right down the middle or you could do like slice it on an angle, right? Like yeah. basically a back slice or a front slice. Yeah, right? I always did the, the, the slice. Angle. The, the, yeah. the angle, yeah, which it would make for a cleaner edit. So, uh, so that's my production. But as I seasoned... <laughs> And got a little bit less pukey. Here's me in St. Louis as Kenny Knight. You want to hear a little bit oh, of this? Yeah. So, I just grabbed some random stuff. I All just right. grabbed the first air check I saw and popped it in and, and grabbed a couple. These aren't these aren't demo breaks. This is just me. Less pukey. A little less pukey. Yeah, yeah. So I think so. Here we go. Hello, for the Planet Tonics Music Stones, Temple Pilots of the Interstate. Love the song. It's 550. You got Kenny. So that's me puking all no, over Stone Temple Pilots. That is puke, man. All over an alternative rock band. That's right, man. That's right. <laughs> that smells like teen spirit. It South sure does. Seattle hey, I have a girlfriend that smells like burned rubber. Have I told you about her yet? <laughs> Love the song. It's 550. You got Kenny Knight and another 30 minutes continuous cue on the way. A party is beginning. It's forming as we speak, and it's happening at Baja Beach Club. Miss Kim Furlow is on the scene. What's up, girl? Yeah, it is. It's a party. It's- okay. <laughs> What's up, girl? What's up, girl? <laughs> And was she? Was she? Uh, was she, so? This is at the height. What, what year are we talking about? This would have been ninety-five. Well, we're having a fun time down here. <laughs> yeah. Everyone is seen. There's a free drink thing going on, and there's all sorts of uh, nachos and various items. If you're hungry now, to give you some perspective, so that's ninety-five. Uh, a year later, probably less than this may have been the summer of ninety-five. A year later, I was working at uh, WDRE. Where I had completely changed my tone. It was, it was a complete shift. Yeah. And and who instigated it? Was that Jim McGuinn? The, Jim McGuinn, the our program, program director. director of WDRE. Right. He was programming a radio station in St. Louis called The Point. Uh, and we knew each other because I was in music programming. I was a music director as well. And so Jim and I got to be acquaintances. We played golf together and yep. stuff like that. We, I, I met, I saw him at, at uh, uh, record industry functions. And um, so we, we got to be friends. And, and then he got the job at DRE. And I guess he heard something in that crap <laughs> that he thought might fit. A good PT has that kind of ear, though. Right? And, and so he said, do me a favor. Go into a production studio. Tone it down a bit. Yeah. And give me what you think you would be on, an, alter- so stupid. on an alternative rock station. And I did. And he liked it. And my life in Philly began. Every Everything wow. everything dramatically shifted. Yeah. I, yeah. You know, and, uh, well, that's wild. Hey, let's have another clip from Kenny Knight. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Not as music. It's time to play the dollar bill payoff game. Oh, I'm bringing it down again. Well, there's a little bit of this back load out. Here's a, uh, here, here's a, here's a ballad. Not as music. It's time to play the dollar bill payoff game. If you have a dollar bill that has 104 in order in the serial number, you'd be the 14th color on the queue lines. I'm going to give you $100 in cash. Good luck to you from Q104. 
Mariah Carey? Uh, no, it was Boys Men. Boys, Boys Men. Okay. Okay. Yeah, these guys are great. <laughs> um, how would you prove that they had a 104 in their cereal? That would, to redeem their money, they'd have to bring the uh, the, the dollar the bill. bill. It's all about the honor system, buddy. Uh, no, they'd have to bring the bill to the to the station <laughs> to redeem that. Hang on, here we go. <laughs> Hi, Q104. Hi. Hi there. Oh, wait. So you can hear I'm playing this off a reel-to-reel, the phone caller, and at the beginning of it, I had not queued it up well enough. And you heard it go, well, because the the, the tape has to speed up. before. If you you would start something in mid-sentence, it would be like, it would be like that. So I didn't queue it up properly, and you can hear that. So listen here. Hi, Q104. Right. Hi there. Right. <laughs> right. Hey. Rinky, rinky, How are you doing? I'm fabulous. How are you? Good. What? Isn't it beautiful outside? It's absolutely gorgeous. So why are we working? Uh, because we have to pay bills. Yes, Too much month at the end of the money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Too much month at the end of the money. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's crazy. Working, as they say, right? Working hard or hardly working. It's crazy. The way it goes. Who am I talking to? This is Peggy. Peggy. Well, first, I have to let you know that you are my 14th caller, and I need to find out if you have a dollar bill with 104 in order in the serial number. I have nine of them. You you sound a little bit like intern Ben. Uh, As you can imagine. (laughs) As you can imagine. As you can imagine. Uh, is this the way you're talking? The banter? The Kenny yes. banter? The Kenny banter, yes. I was a puker. Yes. What can I tell Even you? Even when you were talking. Hey, <laughs> is this Q104 you said? Yeah. So the, my first job with Bill Weston. Was that a station called Q104? Q104? Yeah, here it is. Serial number. I have nine of them. Oh. <laughs> well, do me a favor. Peggy, pick one and read the uh, the number for me, please. It's a 5104 f Yeah! in cash for you. Who are those people in the studio with they you? Just, they would hang around and wait for oh, okay. somebody to win. Cool. And then they'd get really excited. Wait, hold on. Back up a minute. Steve, uh, you worked with Bill Weston before? Yeah, well, actually, Bill... That? Bill. Uh, I didn't know that. Actually, it was yeah. technically... Bill was or, Bill was a PD who replaced... Um, the, the, the This is a station in New York, in Manhattan, Q104. It's a, it's a really rigid classic rock station. So Bill had come to be the PD. They A new company had bought out that station... And I had been doing the the morning show there with a uh, woman named Donna Donna, who's amazing. And um, uh, and so the uh, they asked me to come back and try out with this morning show that they had replaced us with that wasn't working. And uh, that's the first time I I met Bill. And so I you know, we, there was oh. I wouldn't say worked, but that was the first time I encountered okay. Bill Weston. Yeah, that was my favorite break so far, just because of the banter and the the back and forth, and you kind of flirting with the listener a little bit. I enjoyed that. Oh, I have more. Okay. <laughs> All right, here we go. It's great. Now we can take off for the rest of the day. Yes, we can. I'll give you half of it. Oh. <laughs> Are you married? I am, unfortunately. Wow. Sorry. Yeah. A woman that throws money at my feet is exactly what I'm looking for. Uh, well, that's okay. I can dream, Peggy. We have $100 in cash for you. Go out and spend it on yourself, okay? Thank you. No problem. Yes. Tell everybody what station in the city sets you up with cash. Q104. Q104. This might sound like a personal question, but what do your privates smell like? I've had some bad experiences in the past, and I'm just checking, girlfriend. It was around this time I would have been smelling burnt rubber, by the way. Uh, I believe so. All right, a couple more breaks, and then I have a bonus in here, okay? Oh, that, boy. All right. That is not radio-related. Here we go. Bonus, 
Today's best music, Q104, straight up 4 o'clock. It's Kenny Knight. Congratulations, Peggy Lang of Winsville. Set her up with $100 in cash. Q104 dollar bill payoff. We've got more dollar bill payoffs to go, so keep it right here. Q104, St. Louis. I do miss jingles. Jingles were fun. Because what you would do, you would play, you would play, you'd hear this music bed. Listen. Getting night. Congratulations, Peggy. You'd hear the music underneath. And then when you were done with whatever you're saying, you could punctuate it by hitting uh, the jingle. And it yeah. would of Winsville. Set her up with $100 in cash. Q104 dollar bill payoff. We've got more dollar bill payoffs to go, so keep it right here. Q104, St. Louis. That's a good Uh... It was a big deal if you got a jingle, too, that sang your, your name. name. It was pretty cool. I did have one. Yeah. Preston, there, there, uh, and I've always admired the the guys, and you're doing a great job. I mean, this is, this is you know, I can see where you were getting work, but um, the, the people who do it and do it surgically, you know, or just effortlessly, yeah. are, it's, it's, a, it's a talent. I used to, nailing the post was kind of my thing. I, yeah, yeah. I, I could do it. I didn't, I didn't really think about it. I would just make it happen. Nail and, the post like I nailed your yeah. girlfriend. Before, <laughs> <laughs> Before it was Q104, we're looking at it in the studio, a picture, a, uh, a promotional picture of me. It was Q106.5. We switched frequencies at some point. I liked saying Q106.5 yeah. better than Q104 because 6.5. Five, you could yeah. really hit yeah. hard. Yeah, right before you'd hit a post two, what oh six point five, and see, like there, I threw the I threw the emphasis on the yeah. six. Q one oh six point five. Now put the emphasis on the point. Six point five. You know, could so, you have done Q one oh four? No point six five. I could have. <laughs> I chose. Q one oh four. No point six five. All right, here's here's my here's my final <laughs> Q break. Here we go. Today's best music, Q104, with tonight's hottest party, Wednesday night, ladies' night, and confetti. Yours truly hanging with you tonight, the new place. It rages, my friend. Nine to midnight, pay. Rages. <laughs> well, rages. Is it the first time, do- is that no, the first I, time I, rages? I, 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 right. was, I would use rage regularly. Wait that a was- second. Rages. Remember that. Yeah. Yours truly hanging with you tonight, the new place. It rages, my friend. Nine to midnight, page and shoes. Make sure you join me. I got my new Kenny Nighties. I'm going to give it away too. Kenny yeah. Nighties. Kenny Nighties. That's, that's a great promotional idea. It was a it was a long it was a night shirt, <laughs> and it had me. It was my face on a oh my on like a like a, a crescent moon. With you still a, with have a, any with the starry sky? Rochelle might have a Kenny Nighty somewhere. Yeah, she might have one somewhere. Did you, uh, do you intro the hoodie there, or you just I let it go I, into the hoodie? Let me see. Crash Hootie and Blowfish from Crash Review. It's only one to be with you on Q104. Nailed it. God, you're good at the post. You are good. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, and I remember, and the nightclub I mentioned in there, Confetti, I remember that place. Total Meat Market. Yeah, yeah. And it had been, oh, oh God, it had been named like three other, it had gone through different, it was a Brio right. at one point, and it was Confetti, and it was Senior Frogs. And, 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 and it was know. a double deuce, right? It was kind of like it's your, <laughs> yeah, the double yeah. deuce of your time, but, oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I used to do those late night till close appearances all the time. Well, you you know, you're, you're obviously good at this, you know, at this aspect. I'm sure you're oh. uh, happy to be free of that well, kind of delivery. Now, before... We're doing my radio history here. Before All I was right. Kenny Knight, my very first job was in the middle of nowhere at a station called KSMO, Salem, Missouri. That's what SMO stood for, Salem, Missouri. It was uh, uh, AM 1340, I think, or 1380. I can't remember. What, one step above a walkie-talkie, but it's probably super powerful, right? <laughs> well, the uh, I think it was a 1,000-watt AM station. Okay. It was tiny. Uh, and and the, the town was, I mean, r- as rural as you could get. To, I just wanted to work. Yeah, yeah. And it was the right decision because right. I landed here eventually, so I made the right choice along the way. But at this radio station, 
I did everything from school lunches to the ag reports, the agriculture reports. Do you have any recordings of you doing the school lunch? Fishing reports, the uh, um, uh, the uh, funeral announcements. Uh, we, wow. No, I don't have that, Steve, but I do have a show that we did called Open Market. Oh, oh. Open Market is what would be known as a swap shop. Swap oh shop God. or Tradio or any of those. Yeah, they're, so they're all standards. People call in. They got something to sell. Yeah. and uh, Or they're looking to buy something, and you facilitate that. Now, the funny part about this is this sounds more like me now <laughs> than it does when I went into Kenny Knight. All mode. right. Interesting. Um, Are you? What's your name in this? Uh, Preston. Okay. Yeah, I was using my real name at that time. I don't like that name. And <laughs> uh, We need to tease that something else. Something a little more snappy. How about Preston Knight? Uh, so, and what's funny, and as we were talking earlier, we did a segment on uh, antiquated uh, hacks, and we were talking about old phone numbers and things like that. You will hear us using just the last four digits of the phone number. Wow. Because the town was so small. Right. Not only did you not need to use the area code, you didn't even need to use the prefix. Did you recognize callers? Yeah. Uh, hey, Lou, is this you? Yeah. Well, I could tell you their names. There was Ruby. <laughs> was a regular one. There was, uh, an, she was an old lady who would call up. She was great. Uh, there was Hazel. Uh, there was also uh, a guy named Al who would call in all the time. Now, I don't think I have it. I just took, I just grabbed the beginning of this tape. Right. But I, I'm sure I had the whole hour of this show somewhere. All right. Uh, but I just I grabbed like three minutes. I'll play a little bit of it for you because it's the audio is terrible, terrible, terrible. But just to give you an idea, here we go. Uh, Prices on those, please. Uh-huh. I, we Prices. got it. We got it. Okay, thank you. That's good. It's ten to fifteen dollars on the quilt tops, two dollars a bale for the hay. <laughs> hey, you're selling hay. Selling hay. hay. <laughs> Who's telling? Who's demanding that you give the prices? What jerk is that? And this is um, uh, my, my my partner in crime was a guy named Les. Prices. Uh, Les was a super nice guy. His actual real name was Les Dunn. Les and Dunn. I used to say, "Coming up next, more music and Les Dunn." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but Les is a super nice guy, and uh, and we stay in touch on uh, you know every several years. But so, hay prices—that you know, was his thing. Uh, hay prices? Yeah. No, not his. But the here, air the air mattress was twenty dollars, <laughs> twenty or twenty-five. But, uh, okay. so, yeah, folks, we need prices with it. Make sure you remember to do that. <laughs> we know some people have a hard time remembering, but hey. Make an exception. We'll have to remind them then. And the caller number seven there had to quilt tops, ten to fifteen dollars on those. <laughs> Les's job was to repeat everything I said. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. 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 You're just a leech. Yeah. Said we moved more like a bed more than an actual on the water. And they want twenty dollars for that. Six eight six five if you're interested. And so he said six, six eight six, six five. five. That's it. Wow. That's the phone number. Les, I'm the star. <laughs> Remember that. I'm the star. And the friend has bales of hay at two dollars a bale. Two three nine six seven two nine. Less. God two, damn three, it! Nine, I just six, said that. <laughs> I just said Yard that. Sale, uh, You're Monday, ruining it. No, that was his job. <laughs> You're ruining it, man. You're bringing me down. You're dead weight. He's right. like Rick Mar- to Sell this goddamn air mattress. All right, here's me giving information on a yard sale. Number seven. Yard sale uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. <clears throat> I guess that would be going on today. Yes, it's Wednesday. At 708 North Oak, little of everything all this week, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Uh, that'll be Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday. So uh, take your pick and just uh, stop on by. For I don't know. Preston, I'm interested in those paper plates. How much are they going for again? You sound paper plate. 
you sound at the same time defeated and amused. Yeah, You're like, yeah, yeah. Right. This I is know. my job. I know. And this is, uh, is hey. this something you want to go out to by all means, or no. you can just sit at home and hang yourself. Hey, <laughs> make no bones about it. I was excited to be where I was. Sure. Right. I was on the radio. That was my goal, and I actually was really excited to be there. So, hang on. A full frost-free refrigerator, clean and in perfect working order. Uh-huh. One hundred sixty-five dollars. <laughs> Call 729-4023. Kay Hutchins has that. We'll take a look at the area radar forecast this afternoon. Mostly Area radar forecast. What was the area radar? Yeah, I just ripped it off of the, you know, the, the AP wire that came across. Sunny warmer with a high in the low to mid 60s. Sounds good to me tonight. Increasing cloudiness. Low in the mid 40s. Oh, thank you. And Thursday, partly cloudy. Oh, my boss came in and handed me my paycheck. I say something about that. A 30% chance of showers high in the mid-60s, currently 55. I just got my paycheck. What is this? Thank you, sir. What is this? It's a paycheck. What's it look like? (laughs) Okay, I'll take it. He's like, God damn it. We will take a phone call, though. Good afternoon. Here's a caller. Uh, Yes, I have a good dough for sale. Town and country. It's like new. I'll take $100 or best offer. I'll take $100 or best offer for Oh, my God. Yeah, I called earlier about the paper plates. <laughs> 7594. Right. Okay, thank, thank you very you. much. 7594, that's all you needed, four digits. Yeah, I have a slightly distressed toothbrush for sale. <laughs> and... Color number eight has a cook stove. It's a town and country tide. We want $100 or best offer on that. And you can call 729-7594-7594. Yeah, but so bigger. Box for Steve Mill, fifteen dollars for pickup load in Salem. Okay, oh, all right. Anyhow, so that's yeah, that's that's what I used to do. <laughs> that's a standard. You, I don't do the. Is there a lot of? I don't think there's oh, a I don't lot. Think of, there's any of them the, left with the, with the you internet. Don't need to do that. You don't. You just no. hop on and do or any uh, countless I, amount of apps that provide the same service. To be honest, I'm glad I did every one of those things, and I'll tell you why. Because here I am, a noob who's never been on the radio before, right. and instead of like it is. Nowadays, radio-wise, where you pop on, you do your you do your fifteen seconds, and you get off. I was doing long-form talk yeah. stuff to start with, yeah, and it led it was good training for what we do now. Uh, but now you have podcasting stuff like that, and you can learn at home on a microphone how to how to have a lengthy conversation. It takes a long time to figure out how to do it. Now you you're know? reading emails from people selling paper plates, right? <laughs> exactly. All right. So that's where it began. That was that was pretty interesting, you I were have there, to say. You wanted to be opening for uh, Sammy Hagar as in the image, right? Well, and while I was digging around these tapes, I found an old cassette of the image, my old band. Wow. Uh, in, a, in a club. What a treasure trove of stuff you found. In a club playing somewhere. And uh, I'll play just a little bit for you. The, the audio's terrible, you know, right. like that last uh, piece of audio. But I used to have this Panasonic boombox. That's how I'd record it. I'd oh, yeah. set it up where, where our mixing board was, and I'd put the cassette in, and I'd hit record and play. I'd hit two buttons <laughs> in order to record. Of course. I'd hit record and play, and I would roll. So, and, and before we play, uh, I decided to uh, to state the date at the beginning of this. So I have me actually speaking before we play, right. and you get to hear a little bit of Danny. Whoop, Danny. Would you give the date to the audience before every concert? <laughs> no. Okay. So anyhow, and I don't even give the year, so I don't okay. know what year this was, but uh, this is a little bit of the image. Here we go. Those drum fills and swings on the quick Anyway, what's the date today? Anybody know? Yeah, it's 4th. 
24th of March. We're here at Impresarios 1 in San My voice is roached. Dan's voice is roached. Um, I'm going to try and play this first song, Middleman. Crank up the Beethoven. I'm going to try and play this song, but... So I must have been hammered. You're sounding like this. You're sounding at like this level. That's the latest news. Yes. Let's yeah, get you, on yeah. to the latest. It was around block. then. Yeah. It was probably around then. And we were probably pretty lit. It was probably like the third set, and that's why I'm saying I'm going to try and play this song. Uh, and then you hear the Beethoven. Oh, God. Yeah. That's what we would play before we'd start our set. Oh, okay. You know, on the on the PA. Who's your thing? Uh, so I have a little bit of, of Middleman, which let's is an awesome song from uh, uh, Living Color. Uh, so let's hear a little bit of Eric. I don't know, maybe, you know, a couple hundred people, something okay. like that. that. Not There weren't a couple hundred people there. It could fit a couple hundred people. There's probably 20 people there. Okay. Uh, a, uh, but, uh, what's that place? Oh, last night, a 500 capacity. Right, exactly. Uh, Dan was a really good singer. This doesn't... Uh, was this, he attractive? No. Okay. He Did, wasn't He wasn't ugly, uh, but he, he wasn't... Uh, that was his thing. We were all kind of average looking, except for Gary. We're looking at a picture. Gary on the far right was our good looking guy with the hat on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and we're then not the attractive. guy next to him, Greg, he got he got laid like crazy in the band. Uh, but hang on a second. song you guys might recognize so and i'll play a little bit more then we'll, then we'll wrap it up so this is i think we're playing a poison song here uh you got to go up one uh oh, oh yeah, okay. that's the yeah. top there right at the top of the list of the music of the hits of the sounds of the guy of the goo all right here we go <laughs> Tight. I thought Absolutely, we were pretty yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. We're, we, we, dude, we gigged a lot. We played two, three times a week. It was, uh, we, were, we were pretty steady. Do you have any originals? Uh, one or two. Okay. And we did, it wasn't something that we were any good at. It's Ele- hard, man. Original music is difficult. It's, it's, those who can do it are really talented, especially if you write songs that connect. It's, in, it's amazing um, uh, how talented some people are in music writing. Which is a whole other ball of wax. Yeah, so. may, you may not even know their, yeah. you know, their, their, their actual bands or their musical careers, but their songwriting is, yep. is obviously key. <clears throat> All right, well, Preston, I um, wanted to let you know that uh, uh, when we come out of the next break, we have a little surprise for you. We're going to let you um, intro the next song. Shut up. Coming out of the stop set. No, yep. we're not going to. Yep. Is it Hootie? Yes. No, 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 no. It's a surprise for everybody. Ah. Okay. Uh, 
All right. Yeah. Okay. Let's do right. it. So here's what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in about five minutes. <laughs> 93.3 WMR. It's everything that rocks. Don't you know, baby? <laughs> Call us on the phone. <laughs> we'll come back in a moment. Stay with us. Oh, you know what? Let me actually, let me give this away. Today, hey, it's National Donut National Day. National Donut Day, man. Yeah. That's a little piece uh, of cake with a hole in it. You're going to love it. That's right. <laughs> I have a $50 Dunkin' gift card. <laughs> Caller number... Is that you gave a ring toss that you could eat? Caller number 12 at 215-263-WMMR. <laughs> I'm going to give that to you. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. What's new? Glad you asked. Pearl Jam. Rival Sons. Featuring from ashes to new. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. Now, normally we would start the song right there. But Casey wants me to give it the old Kenny Knight intro here. Yeah. And he's pulled up a very special song. So I'm going to give this a try. And I don't don't think I can hit the post, but I'm going to try this. Okay, you ready? Yeah. I'm I'm going to do it. <clears throat> MMR style. It's a special song that he shows, so here we go. 93.3 WMMR. It's everything that rocks. 17 minutes after 9 o'clock, 9.17 with the President Steve Show. Going up to about 84 degrees today. We got music from Trickster for you. Give it to me good on MMR. Hey, hey, baby. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. You know what we should do is, uh, since we are, it's no sad bro Friday, uh, we should clean out the junk drawer. Yeah! Oh, too much stuff Yay! in there. So if you don't mind, I no, do we need to. Things that I got to go into. And... <clears throat> Casey of the Sunshine Band. Yep. Uh, I could dig up here. Let's see. There was one I wanted to start with. Hold on one second. Oh, yeah. So. Universal Orlando is opening today. Yes, uh, to the public. They were showing, uh, like uh, for example, the uh, the Six Flags, uh, some Six Flags facilities around the country doing likewise today. Yeah, this is the first of uh, Orlando's major theme uh, resorts to reopen, and they're allowing annual pass holders in uh, to its uh, three parks uh, starting today. So it's yesterday and today, I guess, is when they start. One person per park, correct? No. Oh, uh, I don't know how many people <laughs> per park. God, could you imagine? <laughs> uh, there, there. As you can imagine, there are nice. temperature checks uh, that will be taken in a place that's 111 degrees I routinely. I know. Uh, they will limit the number of people allowed in, and face masks are required. People also remind to keep their distance from others. Uh, sea World is set to open next week, and Disney World plans to welcome back back visitors next month. Quick question: Are they going to do temperature checks on the aquatic animals at Sea World? Are they going to do temperature checks yeah. on them? I don't know about that. No mention of that as of yet. Right. So, uh, But to get into the park, you will need to have your temperature yes. checked rectally. Uh, rectally, which is honestly, if, if, you, if you're going to be accurate about it, mm-hmm. you, you should do it that way. Yeah. Uh, I, I, so some of the precautions and stuff, as as, as you can imagine, they're separating uh, the, the spacing on various uh Coasters and things will be a little bit more staggered. So you did, uh, you did Universal for the first time this past year, and I loved it. It's amazing, right? I do loved it. Do, uh, is Disney going to be next? You think you're going to go give that a whirl? I think so. I think, I think it should, and I think I can only. Be- I think I can only benefit from the fact that I that I have been told that Disney is is great. 
but that Universal is more my speed. Yeah. So I will probably go with lowered expectations, and I assume I'll enjoy it more because of that. I think so, and because the thrill ride thing is completely different at Disney. There, there are some fun yeah. thrill rides, but they don't match... Um, now you haven't done the Star Wars thing. They, they don't. Yeah, I've, no, I yeah, haven't done that. Right. So, so, so that could so be a whole I, I game changer. Yeah, I, I can't speak from that perspective. But what Disney does better than anybody is the magic of the whole Disney universe. It's you get caught up in it. Yeah, absolutely. You, you feel, you're you're there. You yep. see Mickey Mouse, and you're you're you know. <laughs> You're a full-grown adult. I'm shoot, and, and, and you're gonna you're gonna be really excited. <laughs> Absolutely, to see that stuff. I, listen. I am I am 100 percent into the whole realm of the Disney stuff, the presentation, the uh, uh, you know I love the Disney uh, Channel and the, the Disney Plus stuff. It's it's, it's all yeah. great. So I, I'm I'm looking forward to it. now. Casey, you're the only one who's done the Avatar. Yeah. Right. Oh my God. Right. It's my favorite thing. I heard it's amazing. Did you do that, Kathy? I didn't do Avatar. No, um, it was not there when I was there. So I, but I love Avatar, and uh, I've heard that the ride is great. So I'm excited to do that. Um, so hey, listen, they actually said that um, at 7:30 a.m. this morning that there was a traffic jam getting into the garage at Universal. Uh, it's, it was expected to open at 9 a.m. and they're only allowing 35 percent of its normal capacity. All okay. Right. All right. Uh, so that's happening today, which is uh, that's a good sign. All right. Uh, let me see what else I got. Here, hmm. a recent survey which polled 2,000 residents of Great Britain has determined that the mini skirt is the most iconic fashion statement of all time. I was a fan of the mini skirt. I wear them yeah. occasionally, even now. Mm. Uh, but the the most iconic fashion statement of all time. I'm trying to think. I, I, I like the beer can hat. Oh yeah, that's a, that's <laughs> that a statement. A yeah, that is a statement. So, Kath, I watched a show called. Uh, oh God, what is it called? Is it called Shrill uh, on Hulu with uh, Ad Bryant? And they touch yes. on something in that show that I never knew really existed. And it's like a rash that women get when they're when they wear skirts because their their thighs rub together too much. Is that uh, anything that you're uh, familiar with? Uh, no, uh, mm. but I would imagine if their thighs are rubbing together, it's just, it's like they, chafing. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, it sounds like it. Uh, by the way, the, the mini skirt was followed up by the little black dress. I do like the little black dress too. Hot pants. These are all things in my wardrobe. Uh, denim jackets and platform shoes. So these are all female, obviously, uh, or, or I always say. Well, denim, denim jackets. Right. Pla- no, it just says uh, the most uh, iconic, iconic fashion statement. What would you say is the most iconic male or classically considered male? Well, here, I'll, I'll finish. Yeah. The, I'll round these out, and then you guys tell me, because some of these would, would fall in that category. All right, there we go. Um, flared pants or bell bottoms. That's what that is. Uh, leather biker jackets. Yeah. Shoulder pads. Yeah. Knee-high boots and skinny jeans. Rounded out the top ten. I think I would agree with the mini skirt. Okay, as the most iconic one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you? When was the last time you wore knee high boots, Kathy? Uh, I mean, I still have knee high boots. Do you have thigh high boots? Uh, yes. Uh-huh. Seriously? Yeah. Thigh high boots. Yeah, like they go. Yes. The, well, they'll go past the. They don't go all the way up to like. Those, okay. Those right maybe, boots. Maybe they'll go mid thigh. Okay. Wow, I don't think I've ever seen you wear that. What for? What occasion? Not would really you wear those? appropriate to wear to work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's kind um, of interesting. You, know saying? you look like a whore. Roll the rag. Those were saying Norbert a strumpet. <laughs> so on what occasion would I wear them? Actually, Preston. Um, so I don't have a ton of mini skirts or like super short dresses, but um, that's what I would wear it with. I'm not a fan of my legs, so I like to cover them up. So those when those boots came back in style, I was like, oh, okay, now I can get the shorter dresses, and then I just cover my legs with the boots. Yeah, that makes okay. sense. By the way, Casey, a lot of people are texting in the, the chafing thing you're talking about. It's called the chub rub. Chub rub. That, and I think that's what they called it on the show. Okay. The chub rub. All right. Um, so I would say for guys in this, Steve, uh, the most iconic fashion, I don't know, the, the biker jacket, the leather biker jacket. I think... <sighs> It probably have to be like an accessory, right? Like a hat or, you know, fedora or something like that? Uh, probably or... a, a, a monocle, I would assume. With yes. the, I don't know. Like <laughs> Mr. Um, Peanut. Have yeah. you guys, I've never uh, worn a, uh, a jean Bridal jacket. dress? No, jean jacket. Have you guys ever? Oh, my God. Yes, dude. When, so when I was in junior high, you know, like around eighth grade, ninth grade, that range, uh, the the denim jacket was a statement about what group you hung out with. So with, the, it was the freaks we were known as, which were the partiers, mm-hmm. you know, the smoking cigarettes, smoking weed, stuff like that. So I had, um, yeah, I had a uh, a denim jacket. And what sucks about getting a denim jacket is when you get it and it's brand new. You and are it's as bright blue as you could you possibly look ridiculous. Get. Yeah, you look dumb. It, it needs to wear. You got to wash it. and Did wear you it wash out. it like a lot? No, well, you I would because like a dork in it. Correct me if I'm wrong. As I re- as I recollect, the denim jacket was one that you would use like a ballpoint pen on, and you could write. You could, yeah, and yeah. You, you could yeah. write stuff on yeah, it yeah. if you wanted to. But uh, yeah, no, I I had I had a couple of denim jackets. Uh, let's see. Other things in the top thirty were um, tube tops. At number 12, oh, yeah. tie-dye shirts at 14. Tie-dye's made a comeback. Do you think mm-hmm. there's anything that... Has there ever been a formal tube top? Like a tube top <laughs> no. appropriate to wear to work? Black tie tube top. Yeah, yeah. So, Black so, tie I mean, tube top. That's a band name. Black yes. tie tube top. I love it. Uh, so I, mean, they, kind, I mean, kind of, yeah. There there were like um, prom dresses that people were wearing that were separates. Where, and it was, I mean, essentially a tube top. Okay. Uh, <laughs> flapper dresses are on here. From the 20s? Yep. These oh, are iconic. How long did the poodle skirt last? I don't know. It was in the 1950s. Yeah. Uh, cowboy boots. Okay. That was, so there was That's a... more of an accessory, like Nick was saying. Though. Yeah. But, um... Wait, can we go back to the tube top for a second? So <laughs> I had a tube top that uh, doubled as a belt. So like you could turn it into, it was like you could wear it around. It was like a thicker um, belt that you could wear around your waist. You could wear it as a tube top. And then some pulled down and made it as a very tight mini skirt. Oh, wow. That's how it was. I mean, that's how Whoa. it was marketed. Was that when uh, we were looking for free drinks at the... Uh... Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was looking for. That's when I got the free drinks wherever I went. Are there photos of this outfit, again? Oh, God. This was probably late high school, maybe into early college, I think. Kath, did you ever make it out to Maui uh, when you were... You had to have been, like, freshly 21. No, that was not... Um, probably when I had my fake ID, we we were not going to uh, to Maui. We were... Because uh, my girlfriend lived in the city, so she would take me to these like clubs. I, f- I think the one was called One Eleven. Does anybody remember that? One Eleven. No. I think I think that's what it was called. Okay. Uh, but no, Casey, I didn't go to Maui. Uh, Casey on this list also is tracksuits. Hey, hey, <laughs> all right. Uh-huh. That, now that's a state that was a staple of your wardrobe. As you remember, zip, 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 zip. No. Yep. Well, I mean the 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 Adidas pants and stuff like that. That's the uh, that's essentially a tracksuit. But I only have one matching. I got uh, one matching. formal suit. <laughs> well, one formal tracksuit. orange tracksuit. <laughs> 
uh, and high-waisted jeans. Oh, my God. I hate those so list. much. Yeah, mom jeans? Yeah. yeah. Well, don't, no, don't, now, they've the, come back. The, the high-waisted jeans have come back. In the, uh, though, they, in the, like the, um, I guess it was the 80s, because I was watching Teen Wolf 2. Yeah. Uh, there, that was actually, it, it was more form-fitting and a higher-waisted Yep. Do you remember that? I do. Yeah, yeah. Yep. They, it was tight on the waist. Yeah, yeah. and you would see their the women's hips. Yeah. But yeah. I don't think it's. I, I don't think it's a good look for um, even like women with really nice Bruce Valange. Like no, but like women with nice frames. It makes them look like they have a fupa. You know. I yeah. know what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I know exactly. That's what I, I always kind of thought of as well. But anyway, uh, Britons have uh, in this particular uh, uh, study have revealed that those are the uh, uh, the top. Iconic. Mark looks. did bring up a good point. All right, I'll go to yeah. him. Hi, Mark. You're on. Good morning. Hey, good morning out there. Good morning, Philadelphia. <laughs> I'm enjoying this show. Incredible this morning, man. You guys, you really helped help you know people through the day. So, oh, thanks, buddy. Appreciate the laughter, man. And, uh, and you guys are like I said, very professional. Appreciate so it. I did want to ask a question because I was curious. The bikini, it blows my mind. I would have thought it was number one. Is that even up in the top 30 at all? No, and that is... That's a... Right? That's a he's, really good point to I be think made. he's right. That That's probably the most iconic. Uh, yeah, and it says fashion statement, so I don't know if it's leaving swimwear out of this. Yeah, I think that's a whole different category. Oh, all right. Mm. But it's okay. still... But that's a good point, Mark. I appreciate it, man. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Thanks. You too. We'll see you. All right. Uh, let me see. Let me find something else in the junk drawer. We're going to have to move along in a moment. Uh, let's go with this. Uh, Austrian authorities have unveiled the design for turning the house where Adolf Hitler was born into a police station while trying to make it uh, unattractive as a pilgrimage pilgrimage site for people who glorify the Nazi dictator. Uh-huh. Why even have it? Why, why not just tear it down? That's what I was thinking, too. Uh, designed by Austrian architects uh, Marte. Uh, they beat out 11 competitors in an interior ministry uh, tender, official said. Uh, the refurbishment is expected to be completed around the end of 2022, and it's going to cost like like $8 bucks. Uh, the yellow corner house in the northern Austrian town of Brennau. It's the house they used uh, in the beginning of Growing Pains, Preston. Oh, is that? <laughs> when the seniors oh. are standing outside. That's, That's Hitler's house. Beautiful house, yeah. man, with the wraparound porch. Yeah, oh, wow. yeah, yeah. Uh, Brennau am Inn is the name of the place, I think. Anyway, uh, was he was born on uh, April 20th, 420, 1889. Was taken into government control in 2016. In 2017, their highest court ruled that the government could uh, expropriate the building after its owner refused to sell it. Uh, suggestion it be might be demolished was shelved. And the government announced in November that police would use the building and it will house the regional command and a police station. I don't know why they wouldn't I tear th- that down. I think if you're not going to bulldoze it down, what you do is make it a museum, a Holocaust museum or something like that. Yeah. Or something that... Uh, but, I mean, but that might invite... People to come by and, and F it uh, up, yeah, yeah. Vandalize uh, it. Listen, like look, people were making pilgrimages to the the John Wayne Gacy house for years, you know, the, and uh, they they bulldozed it. Right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. There's morbid curiosity attached to it, you know, and it's interesting. It's difficult to even talk about Hitler, right? Uh, and I'm going to choose my words carefully, but he is a historical figure. He's a heck know? of a guy. Nope. <laughs> hey, there's no Hitler. <laughs> heck of a guy. No positives here. Yeah. 
Uh, but if you want to study World War II and you want to st- study the history of, of you know fascism rising in Europe, you you want to include Hitler in those studies. Uh, you, I, yeah, you, yeah, exactly. I get that part of it for sure. But you know, I think it's also you could tear it down and we'll yeah. be okay with that particular sure. part of history being gone. Hey, we have a guy named Adolf on the line. He wants to hear something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, could you play that for me, Kenny? By the way, speaking. By the way, do you have a dollar bill on your <laughs> serial number? Can you read it out to me there? Speaking of uh, Adolf, uh, let's see. There is a story that I saw a diary uh, that was in the possession of a secret society for decades after the end of World War II may contain a map detailing the location of more than 30 tons of gold that was hidden by the Nazis. This has been lore Forever. for a long time. In yes. fact, there is a new series um, on the, it's got to be history. They have all those, the, 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 uh, the one where they're on the, the, that, the one island and they're looking for treasure. And, uh, but this is the new one, Preston. They're searching for this legendary rumored stash of stolen gold. So this was, uh, this diary they found was written 75 years ago by, uh, Waffen Schutzstaffel, yeah. uh, an SS officer using a pseudonym, Michaelis. Uh, this journal outlined Nazi commander uh, Himmler's plans to hide stolen European riches, artifacts, and priceless works of art. Uh, the diary listed 11 sites where Nazis concealed looted gold, jewels, priceless paintings, and religious objects. One location that it names is an abandoned well that extends nearly 200 feet underground beneath the 16th century uh, Hochbog Palace in the village of Rostoka in southwestern Poland. Uh, the gold at the bottom of the well is thought to have come from the uh, Reichsbank in the Polish town of Breslau and is estimated to be worth billions of euros. So it's it's amazing. Any, I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated by the, it's, again, it's it's a, a blight, a, a horror of inexplicable level. However, there is so much that's fascinating attached to it. Oh, my gosh. And, and his... And the, his, his delve into the occult and, and, and secret societies where they had meetings and stuff like that, I, it's, it's, a, it's a fascination why, as to you want, you want to get into the mind of these psychos and see what they were doing. And you know how, what I mean? how far they were ready to go. Like, that's why you look at the, uh, like, even Captain America and, and Stan Lee, they flirted with the stuff that they knew was going on and found out had been going on. So, you, you know, yeah. I, obviously that's fanciful science fiction on a level, right. but... The amount of subterranean tunnels, yeah. caves, um, underground, underground oil refineries, the stuff that they are still finding in mountain ranges in and throughout Europe is just astonishing. So yeah. suppose you just come across this as a traveler or whatever. Do do you own it? Can Or, is, or does it belong to somebody? I think because it was stolen... There's, there has to be some sort of overriding yeah, they'd right of ownership. Probably do what they could to track down, I would or think. Or just don't tell anybody. Or just don't tell anybody. Where'd you get that $200 billion worth of gold? Take it to a pawn shop. I found it. <laughs> yeah. um, let me go to Chris, whose family lives in Austria. Hi, Chris. Good morning. Hey there, Preston. Uh, yeah, my family lives in Austria, and uh, my dad actually went to school, the same school as Adolf Hitler, and had the same teachers as Hitler. But wow. the reason they're not tearing down the building is they have laws over there that once you build a building, you can never tear it down. And that house is historical because it was built in probably the 17 or 1800s. All right. So so it has a history prior to Hitler. Once yes. you build a building, you can't tear it down. I would imagine there are some exceptions, though, with, you know, like if, it, if it's structural. Dis- yeah, yeah, if it's in dis- disarray nope. or no. Oh, no, no. After World War II, the buildings that were bombed out, 
they rebuilt them exactly how they were before the war. Uh, my uncle actually, he oversaw these constructions over there. He was a big shot, and he used to oversee all this type of work there. Huh. And the building he used to be in was in the city of Linz, and it was historical. It was built in the 1600s, and that was his government building. And the exterior of the building looked just like it was built when back in the 1650s. The interior was original. And they actually had, you know, they put the electrical cables underground uh, to hide that. And then there was a project he told us about 20 years ago they were doing. They wanted to uh, improve the highway, and they tear it up. And here they find Roman highways from, you know, 400 A.D., so they can't build the highway there because there's Roman roads there. Huh. Yeah. The, the, yeah. Interesting. You, yeah. And it is fascinating because you, you do realize, and, and she's right, there's um, – we think in terms of our relatively young country, yeah. and over there, it's yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> going back to Roman highways. Yeah. All right, Chris, yeah. thanks for the heads up. We appreciate it. No problem. No All problem. Right, thanks. thanks. I would like. I went to Austria when I was like eighteen years old. It is gorgeous there. It's, I would love to make it back. I'd love there to someday. see it. Yeah. yeah. All right, and uh, maybe you'll find uh, Hitler's gold. Who knows? But they found a diary that might. Shed some light on that. Right. I met a boy today. That's <laughs> <laughs> in the diary. <laughs> Uh, one last story, and then we will wrap this up. Uh, let's see. What do I want to stay with? How about this? And uh, we'll go to, to Europe. Uh, we'll stay in Europe, I should say. A, uh, as bars across Europe gradually reopen, up to a million free or prepaid beers are waiting to lure back wary customers. Uh, beer makers from global giant Anheuser-Busch InBev to smaller craft breweries have set up some uh, campaigns for consumers to buy drinks in advance to support shuttered bars with, in some cases, the reward of free beer when the doors reopen. Uh, uh, that's a great idea. You're yeah. so, you, so you sort of uh, pre, pre-purchase. Uh, it's, it's almost like a meal plan at school. It's a beer plan. Yeah, and then you get some free because right. you're doing that. So uh, AB InBev launched its uh, first campaign Cafe Courage in Belgium and has since sold over 200,000 Stella Artois, uh, Jupiler, and other brands. It also started uh, similar schemes in 20 other markets across Europe, from Brazil to Hong Kong, raising over $6 million for pubs, bars, and restaurants. Mm. Uh, World's number two, Heineken, uh, put the number of drinks sold through its various voucher promos at 270,000. And now the bars are opening. Uh, Consumers have had their first chance to redeem coupons for the vouchers. And the idea was to lure drinkers back with free drinks and hope that they would then buy more while they are there. So they're they're kind of getting back into the swing of things, and it's a pretty good idea to uh, have that ready to go. Yeah. Everybody's right, so fighting at the bit. Those are just a few things from the junk drawer I thought I'd share this morning. Uh, today, by the way, I don't have any free beer, but we do have free donuts because today is National Donut Day. Yeah. And I'm going to give away a $50 gift card. This last one I have from my friends at Dunkin', and we'll take caller number... Uh, Let's do call number 8 at 215-263-WMMR. And don't forget that when you stop by a local Dunkin', there is a free donut with any beverage purchase waiting for you. Uh, you can use the Dunkin' app, by the way, for contactless way to order and pay. And you can pick up in-store or get it at the drive through Participation may vary. Limited time offer while supplies last. Press this. Each show runs on Dunkin'. Call number 8, 215-263-WMMR. We'll take care of you. <laughs> we'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Monday nights at 9, join MMR's Jackie Bam Bam for a kick-ass concert clip, a live performance, Metallica moment, 
In conjunction, Metallica is releasing an entire concert recording. Available for your streaming pleasure right here at WMMR.com. Rock's reigning kings with MMR's nighttime jester, Jackie Bam Bam. Every Monday night at 9. So when dinner's done, break from the TV and rock your smart speaker. It's Metallica Mondays with 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Mind if I do a uh, text chart here, Steve? Sure. Uh, it says, hey, Preston, today is my father's 64th birthday. Ordered him an Omaha Steaks box. Because he loves to smoke and barbecue things. I really appreciate you guys. Uh, if you can give him a shard out, his name is Henry. He's a good dad, and I love him. And that's from Kyle. So here you go. I just thought of text charts. Hey, if he likes the Omaha Steaks, how about a sleep number bed in mulch for oh, mulch you could do that, too. <laughs> text charts. What if you could, like, text just that sound effects to somebody, and then they yeah. open it, and it just uh, it does the... Actually, that'd be great, yeah. Text charts. Just, just, yeah. I did that to Kathy during a meeting once. Kathy, you remember that? Yes. It was, uh, it she was, opened a file. She it was opened great. it. Oh. <laughs> and she was like, oh, my God, I can't believe I just did that. I, I knew. Like, I knew, but I was like, well, just open it. And, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. And then that's what it was. And then he... Lost it. <laughs> All right, uh, it's time for the bizarre file, so we're not going to hold up any longer. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's bizarre, bizarre file. Hello. I'm hyper sensitive as to how I'm speaking now. Oh, after your air check? After we played my <laughs> old air checks, and I feel <clears throat> like every, I feel like everything I'm, I'm saying is puking. So, really? No, yeah, Preston, no. no. Listen, I'm feeling good, and I hope you are, too. <laughs> Thank right? you. I appreciate that. Man, do I feel the need to eat pizza. Hey, this is bro- actually uh, turkey bacon, because this is brought to you by Godshalls. All the bacon taste, 80% less fat, the hometown favorite. Godshalls real wood smoke turkey bacon from their family of owners to yours. Those are the best-tasting <laughs> little morsels I have ever had in my life. And available at Acme, ShopRite, Wegmans, Renters. <laughs> Walmart and Sam's Club. All right, so three men reportedly tunneled their way into a liquor store in South Africa and made off with thousands of dollars worth of booze. I mean, they went to a lot of effort to do this. Uh, the uh, To add insult to injury, the robbery happened as the strict lockdown rules were about to be lifted, allowing the store to reopen for business. A trio of robbers entered the store by accessing electrical and stormwater drain tunnels underneath it and then cut through the store's concrete floor. Uh, They reportedly stole about $18,000 worth of (sighs) liquor, including expensive imported brands. In the country, liquor has been uh, showing up on black markets as the lockdown uh, has resulted in a ban on alcohol sales. Wow. Yeah, they took a different approach than the U.S. did where it's like, you can now get booze easier. Right, right. Uh, being trapped in a windowless basement room might be enough to make one in anyone panic, but Peggy uh, Pillet Roth never did because she knew that she would be saved by her toddler next door. Ayaz Tran is his name. He's three years old. Was out for a walk with his mother Min uh, when Min Tran when uh, he noticed three newspapers stacked on Roth's steps. Uh, the quick thinking toddler prompted prompted him to ring the doorbell. And uh, when she didn't answer, his mom called police. She was apparently trapped in a room for four days. Wow. So I guess she's elderly. I don't have any too, too many details in this story. Uh, but the kid is now receiving an award for his quick thinking. So the kid was the kid was three and noticed? Yeah, that the, the, the papers were piled oh, What a bizarre thing for a kid to notice. Extremely observant for a three-year-old. This is kind of strange. <laughs> yes. These uh, periodicals are piling up, and the mail seems from a few days ago. 
Plus, I'm looking at the lights. They're still on, and it's broad daylight. <laughs> Let me dust her fingerprints here on the doorknob. I'm noticing a foot pattern leading up to her and some bramble and broken twigs. Look for blood splattering yeah. and, and luminol. Fortunately, I have an infrared light. Let me hold it over here. I... All right, I have some heat-sensitive goggles. Let me see. No, no. I think I better call the, the police here. What a smart kid. Oh, thank you. What a smart thank you kid. very much. I'm just yeah. like every other three-year-old kid. Yep. Uh, video meetings are a fairly new experience for a lot of people, but a Mexican senator has demonstrated the importance of knowing when your camera is on. Martha Mitcher was caught topless on camera during a government video meeting last week Ooh. after she started changing. I just want to say this is the best goddamn Zoom meeting I've ever been on. Without realizing her camera was on. Uh, she has now issued an apology for her action, blaming it on her lack of knowledge. With all this going on, how many how many um, exhibitionists are taking advantage of that? And pretending they didn't know what was right. going on. Yeah, you're right. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you see my balls? Uh, the meeting was attended by at least 15 senators from the left-wing National uh, Regeneration Movement political party who convened with the governor of the Bank of Mexico and press representative. Sh- screenshots of Mike or Topless uh, were circulated online, but it's unclear who leaked them at this point. Uh, here's another trap story. Uh, a in Police in Harris County, Texas rescued a woman from a manhole on Tuesday. She had been trapped in there for several days. We're going to uh, have to put together some sort of levy system to bring her up. I have experience with this. Would you like me to handle all of this? They have no idea how she fell into the hole or why she was in, even in the vicinity of the area. Do you remember when you used to hear constantly about well stories like this? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's a new, newly constructed neighborhood. No injuries right. were reported in the incident, so they're trying to figure it out. Oh, man. What? Too I late? You had a sound did. effect? I did. Go I've always wanted to go in a manhole. <laughs> That'll work. <laughs> All right. Uh, one more story, and then, uh, then we're going to wrap it up. Six-year-old Knox Brewer took up magnet fishing a few weeks ago after watching a video on YouTube. I'm kind of fascinated by I am as well. But, you know, from years of boating... And uh, other stuff like that. You lay, you put an anchor down, yeah. and you pull it up, and you you got something. Sometimes you get some cool stuff, or just weird things. Yeah. yeah. So his parents, Jonathan and Catherine, hoped that it would be a healthy hobby. Uh, Mrs. Brewer said, "We got it to help pass the time during the virus." He learned about uh, which rocks are magnetic and which aren't. Uh, during a an outing, he discovered something big sitting at the bottom of Whitney Lake. It was heavy, stuck in the mud below. It's a mine! No, but with the, with the help of a nearby stranger, they they fished out a, a locked metal safe. Oh, wow. Yeah. And when they pried it open, they found several items, including jewelry, credit cards, and a checkbook. And as it turned out, the safe belonged to a neighbor, a woman they tracked down just across the street. And she said the safe was stolen from her home eight years ago. And it had been a mystery ever since. That's and they wild. Found, they found it in the lake because he was magnet fishing. Pretty cool. Uh, all the expensive stuff was gone, uh, but at least uh, the woman was able to get some closure and some of her pieces back. And it was a rewarding experience for the kid. So magnet fishing sometimes turns this stuff up. And there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you as of now. We're going to take a break. Don't forget that we do have our Word of the Week prize uh, to give away this morning from What a Crock Meals. So that is on shortly, Letter of the Day, when we get with uh, Pierre in a little while. We'll come back in just a moment. Stay with us. 
get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places. Steven Singer Jewelers Showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut is now open for appointments only. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com to book your appointment today. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And also reminding Great Valley High School in Malvern, you need to let us know who you thought the coolest teacher last year has been. It's real easy. Just text word teacher to 39333. All right. We'll uh, find out on Monday. You get a couple extra days uh, to place that vote. But uh, Mr. Brendan Towell uh, from St. Augustine was our winner today. He gets the coolest teacher of their coffee mug, and it was really nice to talk to him. Uh, let's do uh, today's lesson question. And we're going to give away a $50 Dunkin' gift card. By the way, it is uh, a National Donut Day. You can get a free donut with a beverage purchase at uh, Dunkin' today. The question that I'm going to go with, you know what? We should. We'll go with a donut question. All right. We should. How would the pukey radio announcer describe a donut? (laughs) 215-263-WMMR. Steve said it. It was very quick. And how would the pukey radio announcer describe a donut? If you heard it earlier, you should call in and you'll win a $50 donut gift card from Duncan. 215-263-WMMR. We shall do the trash while you're calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, let's get some stories before we get our answer. Steve, what's going on this morning? Well, Alicia Silverstone revealing she routinely takes baths with her 9-year-old son, Bear, Silverstone says it's a beautiful and maternal way to make sure her son will never run out of things to tell his parole officer. Oh, my God. Sheriff Chad Chronister announcing an investigation, this is interesting, has determined that the will of Tiger King nemesis Carol Baskin's vanished husband is a forgery. Chronister says they were able to fully locate missing parts of the document once the tiger crapped it out. (laughs) Oh, my God. Gabrielle Union has filed a harassment complaint saying that she was the object of misogynistic and racist abuse from producers on America's Got Talent. In her complaint, Union adds, quote, and you know what? America doesn't have talent. (laughs) (laughs) And that's your Hollywood trash. All right, we are looking for an answer to this question. Uh, What is the pukey radio announcer? How does the pukey radio announcer uh, describe a donut? 215-263-WMMR. I will see if Liam... Knows the answer or not? Hey Liam, how you doing, man? Gadzooks, buddy. Hey, so how does the Pukey Radio announcer describe a donut? It's a uh, pizza cake with a hole in the middle of it. You'll yep. love it. Yep, you'll love it. <laughs> you got it right, Liam. Hang on. We have a fifty-dollar Dunkin' gift card, and this Friday, today, actually National Donut Day. And uh, Dunkin' is giving away a free donut with any beverage purchase. You can use the Dunkin' app. Uh, for a contactless way to order and pay, you pick it up in store or get it at a drive-through. Participation may vary. Limited time offer, and that is, of course, while supplies last. Let's get into music news. Now, Preston and Steve's music news on ninety-three-three WMMR. Yeah! Yeah! Uh, it's brought to you by Hers, the official chip of taking your summer to the next level. When it comes to snacking this summer, keep it Philly, Philly, and make it hers. Hers forever good. They replenish, replenish, I should say, our hers stock here. It's been a long time coming, but it was glorious. Hey, Tool has officially canceled its 2020 North American tour after initially postponing the trek due to the pandemic. It called the jaunt off so the fans could get their money back in what has become an intensely challenging economic climate. Uh, The band issued a statement... 
in which Bart said, when we played what we what would be our final show of 2020, March 11th at Portland's Moda Center, we believed that we would be back on the road sometime this fall. As we <clears throat> worked toward that goal, we've come to realize there is absolutely no certainty in rescheduling dates for this fall or uh, 2021. Uh, the statement said, at the same time that uh, we were working to reschedule this tour, we read your messages, uh, messages of job losses, illness, emotional and financial pain. We can continue to postpone or reschedule dates uh, for some time into 2021, but ethically, uh, we do not think that is that <clears throat> this is the right course of action. In our opinion, tying up our fans' money for months uh, if not a full year is unfair. So that's initially why uh, a number of the artists jumped on canceling their tours at the beginning of the coronavirus as was unsure how, you know, what the financial situation was going to be for people and with ticket prices, you know, 100, 125, 150, even above. Yeah. They figured it's better to put that money back in those pockets. Yep. And that's what they're doing. Uh, Stone Sour singer Corey Taylor has revealed in an interview that uh, there are no plans for the band to work on new music anytime soon. Stone Sour's last album was 2017's Hyder Grade. Uh, Taylor said that Stone Sour is kind of on the back burner right now. He said we all kind of felt like we did exactly what we wanted to on Hyder Grade. Uh, and we are just uh, giving it a minute. Or is it Hyder Grad? Sorry. Uh, so, yeah, I think Stone Sour, he said, is kind of on hiatus right now, which which is fine. If someday we want to get back together and do some stuff, it'll be bigger than it was. But for right now, we're all kind of focused on it kind of doing our own thing, so that's on hold. You sound insane. <laughs> uh, I'd like to hear this. Blink-182 drummer Travis Barker and rapper Machine Gun Kelly have hit the studio to record a cover of Rage Against the Machine's 28-year-old protest song, Killing in the Name. Uh, the track has been accompanied by video. It features footage shot at the past week, this past week's Los Angeles protest over the murder of George Floyd, where both artists can be seen marching in the parade. Uh, Kelly wrote, uh, they wrote this song in 1992, it's been 28 years since, and every word still applies. The clip ends with a solitary message and systemic racism. Uh, Kelly called upon Barker on Wednesday to come to his studio and record the song. One day later, the track and the video appeared. The original version surfaced on Rage Against the Machine's course self-titled debut in 1992. Uh, Kelly and Barker have previously teamed up with Youngblood on the 19, 2019 single, I Think I'm Okay, uh, Youngblood makes cameo in the protest footage from the Killing in the Name video as well. A pair of end tables built by James Hetfield and Metallica will be going out to one winner via a charity raffle with the, for the band's All Within My Hands Foundation. Uh, the tables will be personalized and signed by Hetfield himself. Every $10 donation will equal one entry, and all proceeds benefit the foundation and its work supporting the technical education programs Funded by the Metallica Scholars Initiative. Hmm. Uh, the contest is open until June 30th. And you can visit uh, this really long website that I'm not going to go through. I love Metallica's song, <laughs> End Tables. It's, a, it's great. Oh, yeah. a, end Tables, End Tables. Uh, it's actually, they, they think it's a nod to um, their collaboration with Lou Reed on Lulu. The album's first single called The View featured Hetfield's curious lyrical assert- uh, assertion, I am the table. Which apparently became a meme of some type. They're actually fine little tables. There's a picture up in the studio. They, they look pretty the, boring to me. They're the kind of tables that would hold things, I guess, if you wanted to place an object or item on them. Yeah, yeah. if one were to do yeah. so. If you had, uh, for example, if the things that you would that were annoying you because they were on the floor, right? you could put them on these tables. Oh, hey, what if you were, like, I don't know, like drinking a cup of coffee? You could put that cup of coffee down on the table so you wouldn't have to reach down to the floor to pick it up. Okay. 
Like, and maybe, I think, right, Steve, Nick? your what about your feet? Like, if you're tired of having them on the floor and you're sitting on a couch, I see no reason why you couldn't put your feet on these tables. All right, I'm gonna start putting my coffee on the floor. Yeah, just to do that. <laughs> Badass. <laughs> Tom, guy, don't mess with this guy. He's a floor coffee drinker. <laughs> a statement posted on the band's social media channels read: During shelter in place, Metallica's own James Hetfield has used some of his time at home to hone a new creative outlet. Uh, he has designed and built a set of handmade end tables. Could he put together a wardrobe for me? With all the welding and woodwork happening in his own garage, we are raffling them off, and one lucky winner will receive the set, signed and personalized by James. Fan, maybe that means something to you. Don't know. And then finally, out now is uh, a book called Last Four Years, A Rock Noir Romance. It's the memoirs of Keith Moon's fiance, a woman named Annette Walter Lax, who chronicles her time with the Who's Madman drummer. In a new interview, Lax revealed that Keith Moon's primary motive for moving to California in 1974 was to break into the film industry. Uh, She said he was into acting. This was part of him wanting to go to Los Angeles from the beginning and wanting to pursue an acting career. And he was trying hard to get involved with that, uh, get involved with uh, people, producers, directors, and so forth, and, of course, staying sober. Uh, So it didn't work out very well for him because he showed up drunk to auditions with some saying Sam uh, Peckinpah, for for instance. Uh, Well, that was unfortunate uh, that he had that problem, but his passion was to become an actor. Steve, suppose you were reading this book and you got a little bit tired and you wanted to uh, (laughs) stop reading for a second. Yeah, and you were thinking, where do I put it? Right. Yeah, and especially saying it's a day where your your back is a little, you know, sore. Yeah. Uh, A table would would do it right. I thought so. A small table, perhaps like an end table. Yeah. Yeah. Not a full table, a table that you could stick at the end of something. Right. Perhaps even a larger table. Lax, like so many who found their lives intertwined with Moon, only now can probably understand the kind of mental illness he was battling. She said, I think... I take that back, yes. A nightstand. A nightstand? Okay. She said, I think he had a borderline issue, and that includes bipolar, and I think that he also had multiple personality disorder. Oh, I thought he didn't like the song Borderline. Uh, She said, God knows what was going on inside of him. Some people can handle being a star. Most people can do that. Uh, He couldn't do that. And whether he wasn't mature enough or whether it was his issues, it probably was a combination of all of it. People people who he was friends with adored him. Uh, I mean, you know, like... like, uh, um, and just said he, he was a quirky... Like, Ringo was a, a huge yeah, friend of buddies. his. Yeah. And um, and just said the greatest things. But he, he was on that inevitable spiral. Uh, she also recalled uh, Keith's state of mind when he was summoned back to the UK to work on his final album with The Who, 1978's Who Are You? Uh, he took. She said he took masses of cocaine and was oh. drinking, of course. And I was worried. At the same time... I felt sad for the Who as well. Uh, he was in a very bad form. Uh, Keith was bloated and tired, so he fi- he burned out, man. You know, there's a great scene in that, and I think I've mentioned it before. I love it in the Kids Are All Right, the documentary, where Keith Moon and Ringo are sitting there, and they're blasted, uh, but they're talking about Roger Daltrey spinning the, <laughs> spinning the thing, and, and, and the Keith mic. Moon says, it's actually rather wonderful because when people throw fruit and vegetables, <laughs> I get her salad. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and that's all I have for you in music news this morning. Hopefully, it was enlightening to you. We're going to take a break, our last one. When we return, uh, we give away our Word of the Week prize, so hang in there for that. It is coming up next. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Oh, my God. It's uh, We were off for vacation last week. 
Doesn't feel like it. <laughs> it feels like a regular work week to me, and I cannot wait to have a couple of days off. Oh, my <sighs> goodness. Wow. All right, well, anyhow. You know, there's still people without power, you know. My parents. Oh, still, yeah. yeah, right, there you yeah, go. Yeah, my man. dad spent last night here again. And, Is he um, still rummaging around the house right now? No, he actually had a dentist appointment in the city. His dentist office uh, reopened, which is good news. Uh, so okay. he left to go to the city. But, yeah, he he went home yesterday. They they kept waiting and waiting and waiting. And then um, uh, it turns out that the power wasn't coming back on yesterday. Oh. So he came back here last night. My mom is still a little skittish about going out and spending time in other people's houses, which I understand. So she stayed home. Um, but they, Pico told my mom this morning that they're looking to um, restore power on the 7th, on Sunday now. So they might have wow. to wait all weekend. Yeah. Nick, what they do with everything in the fridge? They, are, My mom's bringing that over here later today. So we have a, we, we bought a freezer before the uh, pandemic even started. We have a freezer in the basement. So she's going to bring a whole bunch of stuff and, and, and put it down there. But, yeah, I just I feel bad for them. You know? They're, yeah. they're kind of stuck. And I don't, I don't know, but... Uh, if hotels are even an option at this point, I don't know what they can do other yeah, than think, yeah, maybe stay with us. Yeah, it's all, the extra problem here is your dad is a, a kind of a celebrity on Twitch. He has a video gaming channel. <laughs> and he didn't uh, do any of that. He was living it up yesterday, though. He got so many messages from uh, us having him on the show. And, he, <laughs> it, you know, in a weird way, it ended up being a great birthday for him. So that was that was that, fun yesterday. It was cool. That's cool, yeah. We yeah. talked about losing power yesterday, and I said how, um, you know, I don't, I actually have never lost power in my house, and I thought it was because the power lines were underground. But, And again, I don't know if this is true either, but somebody heard me say that yesterday, and they said it's because of where I'm located on the grid. Okay. And Possibly. That, that makes a difference. You're a grid chick. Is there any validity? I've heard that if you live near uh, a train line, like if you live near a SEPTA line, Pico does uh, works really hard to make sure that power does not go out along not SEPTA true. routes. Not true, not uh, true. Pierre says. Not true? Okay. Not true. If you live anywhere near me, you're effed. <laughs> yeah. uh, Is by your the way, train near you? Can I come over, Nick? Uh, actually, I was going to send my parents to your house, Pierre. So. Uh, well, they're going to be cold then. Oh. Well, they'll be hot. Is because, your power out still? Yeah. Uh, oh, man. But I, uh, I checked yesterday, and the good news is it's coming back Sunday night at 11 o'clock. Wow. Um, Pierre, we had, so, we, we had an initial, so our power went on, and that, that big the initial storm that was midday, and we all saw it out the window here. And then it came back at eight. They were predicting that it right. would come back at midnight. It came back actually earlier that day. And then I, it's blowing my mind that they're ex- they're still extending it. That's how significant that tree damage was. May I ask what you did to pass the time in an empty dark house, um, or did you go somewhere else? No, I just stayed there and did you read or well, dearest diary. <laughs> <laughs> I have um, uh, I don't have a laptop, but I have an iPad. Yeah. So I tried to get uh, some cable. I have, I have CNN on that. So I tried to get CNN, but it 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 kept it kept going away, or then it would repeat what it had already done. Were you tethering your iPad to your phone because if your if your power is out, you're not getting Wi-Fi at the house? Maybe that's why. Yeah, and then but then you then you're going to run out of power on that eventually. You got to charge it up. You so. take it out to your car and stick well, it in your USB port. Yeah. I brought. I I did use the car for. Uh, I have three charge. I have three devices. I have the the iPad, which I hardly ever use, the iPhone, and I was using the car to charge that. And then I was charging it here at work, and then I brought the iPad in to charge, but that was taking forever to charge. Then I have a little charger that you have to charge, but that'll charge. Okay. So, Wait, um, How do you charge your car? Well, it's not being charged. Thomas is, Thomas is craving juice. Um, uh, so uh, Tommy needs juice. Tommy, Tommy want wingy? wingy. 
Uh, Maybe he can go into your juice plan, Casey. <laughs> Tell me what wingy. He could. Uh, so you're going to need to find a, a place to juice that up soon. Yeah, well, there there are superchargers. Right, right here in the parking lot. Yeah. There's here. Well, yeah, there are places all There's over. There's one here? Actually. Yeah. Are there, there, Where? In the back? Are there There's char- a whole um a whole Oh, in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't been yeah. around the back in years. Yeah. Okay. Um, there, you know, well, that. you can't get to because they're always changing the points of entry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's a confusing time. Let's face it. Yeah. It's been a hell of a year. Well, but there right. you go. Well, uh, we should get the letter if you're ready. But the cold shower this morning was the best of all. Oh, I'll bet. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> now, I just felt like camping. <laughs> I am loving life. I am loving life. I Jackie gave me these candles for Christmas. He gave me this uh, kind of candelabra set. It looks kind of like deer uh, horns or something. It, it's really cool. It's silver. And I have little tea lights in it. So I just sat there looking at them last night going. Like a hippie Liberace. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. The only thing missing was a piano. <laughs> and I just kept going. <laughs> I'd love to see like, like kids coming to your house, you know, and then you come to the door <laughs> with your candelabra. Here I am, kids. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, where were we going? Uh, letter of the day. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm thinking. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, the President and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. L as in liberate. All right, let's take caller 6 at 215-263-WMMR. Caller number 6. Let's see if you know the word. And then we got a prize on this end for you. So get on it. Call right now. Uh, what's up on uh, today's pro? Uh, first of all, I love Steve. Your uh, your commercial for these um, what Uncer- is it? Uncertain times. Uncertain times. <laughs> and a comedian, Jim Gaffigan, also did use the word unprecedented in right. a bit. So I, I think if I can fit it in at some point today, I'm going to use your um, thing, which was brilliant, and his thing about unprecedented because they're two words that. I'm, we're I'm sick quite, of. I'm we're really sick of. weary of. Exactly. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. Uh, but moving on from that, we'll have a workforce block of Bruce Springsteen. We've got U2. We've got Hailstorm. Uh, and um, school is out, um, you know, for the most part, or graduations and that sort of thing. So uh, I try to do some kind of school block every year, but uh, with graduations being even more challenging for so many levels of graduates this year, we'll do a, a school block, a block of school teacher songs, uh, and see where we go with would it, that. Would it have had as much impact if the song was Zooms Out for Summer? Because that's how, um, uh, you know, I mean, all of the uh, the schooling has been on Zoom, well, right, for the past couple of months? Well, I think it was originally called that, uh, actually. <laughs> exactly. But he well, said, how prescient. Yeah, well, Alice was ahead of his time, uh, very ahead of his time. So there you go. I like all that. Right. Uh, let's see if we can get our winner, and we're going to the phones, and it's caller number six who we're looking for. It's Jeff. Hey, Jeff, good morning. Good morning. Uh, Jeff, what's our word of the week, please? Shell. What was that, Jeff? Shell. S-H-E-L-L. Gadzooks! And that's correct, Jeff. Want you to hang on because we're going to feed you for a while, my man. We're going to give you a $300 WhatAcrockMeals.com gift card. And Whatacrock offers ready-made slow cooker meals. And now they are making grilling just as easy with their new grill pack option. And you can choose from delicacies like brisket short rib burgers. Jalapeno cheddar grills, wow. the bacon wrap scallops as well, and it's a home cooked slow cooker meal or barbecue 
What a Crock has you covered, and whatacrockmeals.com for all information. Let me thank our sponsors, President Steve Show, brought to you today by Duncan, and today is National Donut Day. Duncan is giving away a free donut with any beverage purchase. Use the Duncan app for a contactless way to order and pay. Pick up in-store, or you can get it at the drive-thru. Participation may vary. Limited time offer while supplies last. Uh, Thank you also to HERS, the official chip of making the most of your summer. And brought to you by Godshaw's Real Wood Smoked Turkey Bacon. Uh, next week on the program, our buddy Jim Florentine will be joining us, and uh, we'll get into other stuff, I would imagine. So that's it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great weekend. No sad, bro. No. It's Friday. Yeah! And uh, please be safe. We'll see you soon. The Preston and Steve love you. Hate you. Live. So with all these power outages, just a friendly reminder that all these stoplights turn into stop signs. Stop going through them without stopping. Next message. This is DJ Kenny Knight with Rock 102.222. I really look forward to my, hearing myself on the radio. I that up. But hey, I'm a rookie. Next message. Well, since this whole coronavirus thing started, I've been stuck in the house with my wife and I've realized one definite thing. She's hot. What a f- bitch. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less. Hey, listen, we know not everybody is super interested in the intricacies of MOBAs or how to dive into the bot lane. That's why we've got Checkpoint AFK, the podcast that lets you know everything that matters to gamers away from the keyboard, whether it's movies, TV, or social issues. So if you want to listen in on the conversation, make sure you check us out. Checkpoint AFK on B-Pod Studios, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. We look forward to you.